Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, before we get into it, we're just going to shout out our Patreon Hell yeah. members. Um, uh, one's from Wanneroo, it's James Jones, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? The second one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, Easy. shout out to James Jones, came and supported me during Fringe and had the world record for Who's Rhyme by Articulate with Ange Stecco. Yeah, okay. But then it got broken later in Fringe, but it was an all Wanneroo <laughs> world record to start with. I love that. Um, and Jim's Coffins. That's either a business plug. <laughs> Or Jim's Coffins. <laughs> or your name is Jim's and your last name's Coffins. So it's not Jim's Coffins. Anyway, Jim's Coffins, you are a uh, Patreon member. So shout out to you guys. Uh, um, and there's some really good content now. We're getting out yeah. there. And hopefully next week, the London Vault with Andrew Wolf. Yeah, we're hoping Wolf is going to do London Vault with us. Right. So people that have been with us from the early days, you know all about that. New listeners, um, go listen back to any Andrew Wolf episode. Mm. And it will be pretty exciting times. He was already told us about how he swam across the Thames River and got fucking <laughs> yes. all his mates thought he died and he got pretty, cooked pretty crazy if you don't know what Patreon is though guys it's basically um, like an OnlyFans for podcast so we've got bonus episodes on there you'll get um, discount codes when sponsors come on board mm-hmm. um, we're going to do another block of raunchy um, for the top level mm-hmm. people so we'll draw that um, before the end of Feb yeah and also, there is little discounts for comedy shows, but um, all the money that we get from our Patreon, we put back into the pod. Goes so to you this. Can see cool setups like this. Like this, this beautiful I dot painted it deck that you can see behind me. Yep. Uh, yeah, sick. It's fucking. And speaking of raunchy, this episode is brought to you by Raunchy Brewing. Oh, yeah, it's actually good. It's great for your men's mental health, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> as long um, as you're drinking for the right reason. Right, they're, uh, they're rippers. It is actually good. It's a fucking ripper beer. Uh, and if you're going to have a beer or a lager, if you're a sort of a beer drinker, it's yep. fucking easy to drink. And um, I'm actually glad that we've got them as our beer sponsor because you get yeah. worried when you get a beer sponsor and you're tasting, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But this is good. Yeah. So. And lucky that. Uh, wasn't actually any good. <laughs> yes, shit. our horse came last, I think. Yeah, in its first race. Yeah, but, um, yeah. We'll, unlucky we'll, duck. Unlucky duck. Yeah. No, nah, we'll, 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 we'll get onto that and uh, hopefully go to some owners' events. Yeah. This week's episode, we were joined by Dow. Okay, Ryan Gleason, Doctor Rice, like <laughs> it's very, it's, it's polarizing. <laughs> it's the not doctor, Ryan the gorilla Chiro, the gorilla chiropractor. Yeah, um, fucking outstanding episode. Um, yeah, we talked about a lot of things from chiro to mental health. What do you, what do we chat about? That. Uh, in this episode, we went through chiropractic common myths. Yep. Uh, also, a bit about masculinity. Trans athletes and mm-hmm. much more. Yeah. Oh, that's a hook. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you drop that trans word yep. in there. So <laughs> it's not my first summary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was pretty, it was actually good. This one's an epic, I think. It yeah, was about it's two hours. Maybe even longer. It was very longer. good. But yeah, fucking awesome episode. Very vulnerable, very open and informative. Yeah. I think we say that about every episode. Yeah. It's an awesome episode. <laughs> So I think we're just an awesome podcast. Yeah, we're just a great potty. <laughs> or, just like Brian Shield said, this podcast is actually good. It's actually good. Let's get hard. Let's get hard. Welcome to Hard Yarns Podcast. I am fucking fat. 
<laughs> Anything Chris White says, please disregard it. 5D is actually a state of being. It's a unity consciousness. That was Hard Yarns with me, Frankie Rose. So I'm going to throw it over to your co-host. Daniel Adelby. And Cameron Brand. I would do this and then I'd gong. <laughs> Free in attendance for the millions listening at home. <laughs> Let's get hard. Because we don't record the backup audio anymore. And I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, it's just a, it's a fail safe now. It's yeah. all good. Cool. Mm. <clears throat> so feeling loose and limber. You are good. I've yeah. just been, um, I don't know, I feel violated. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel honored to violate you. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I did, we just had a little bit of an adjustment, which I'm sure we'll see in the content or yeah. on yours. I had a. Physical and an attitude adjustment. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for the mental. Yeah, yeah. But it was fucking, it was really good. Um, and uh, before we get into it a little bit, uh, like my jaw and the listeners know that I can't open it. And I can open it a couple of centimetres more yeah, or yeah. millimetres more, which is. So you just got the two fingers in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, mm. then and, the, and the jaw down. was two fingers as well. <laughs> <laughs> We all saw the Dominatrix um, clip. If you haven't, have a look back on YouTube, Branch in Dominatrix. Oh, yeah. With the I ball gag. He couldn't get the ball gag in his mouth. I could probably get a ball gag in now. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. She's oh. been texted and uh, she's on route. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, two fingers. Um, yeah, two fingers is my, ma- is my measurement. Yeah. Yeah. And now I can Good, go. And, I, and that only just gets in for the two, two fingers. Yeah. Um, and now I... Comfortably, in. yeah. So now I've so possibly now, two could, knuckles. now I could <laughs> <laughs> maybe I could suck a dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just need that that candle attitude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah. Um, no, nah, <laughs> uh, de- definitely appreciate you coming on. Uh, something oh, very interested in. There's and there's several things you obviously work with in, in sort of men's mental health and your attitude towards that and mm, stuff yeah. is, is pretty big. But um, We'll go straight off the bat. Uh, a couple of myths yeah. in regards to um, chiropractors, because uh, we've both got our experience in chiro and mm-hmm. have our opinions. But yeah, maybe you could dispel a few myths, maybe initially, or sure. myths about yourself as well. Yeah, yeah, myths uh, about about chiropractic. Yeah, so I think like with with chiropractic, there's a couple of different things. Each where it's confusing. I think number one probably myth is that it's dangerous. Yeah, if it's performed well, it's not. It's very. It's very safe. I mean, there are you know things that can happen. People can get, you know, obviously post adjustment soreness, which is pretty pretty common. Uh, but in terms of an actual injury secondary to an adjustment, it can happen. Yeah. But generally, if you're with a decent practitioner and he's done his due diligence with their with the assessment, it is it is very it is pretty safe. And that w- just would that be someone coming in with a pre existing condition that someone doesn't know about, or is it just yeah exactly, yeah. or can even just be a technical error yeah. in terms of their inability to you know treat and adjust someone. Effectively, because that's the thing um, with with chiropractic, because it's it's so um, it's so diverse in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. Uh, like it's not like you graduate as a chiro and then you everyone has the same protocols, same philosophy, same adjustments. Because you have you know philosophy is different between each chiropractor. Some you might come in, they don't ask you, ask you a couple of questions, bang bang, come in when you saw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other yeah. ones will have a bit more of a you know work through more. I guess, vitalistic approach yep. where they're seeing a bit more regularly working through other sort of issues mm-hmm. as well um, and, and somewhere in between. 
yeah. and somewhere in between. So that's like in terms of you know philosophy, whether it's alignment philosophy, whether it's more focusing on nervous system philosophy. So there's differences in that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's like the first thing. Even and then you have the the skill level, yeah, competency level, uh, mm-hmm. which is dramatic, dramatic. And I mean, you get someone who's a new grad, they're generally not going to be. It'll take them if they're pretty good. I mean, they'll have some basic, basic, basic level, but you'll um, you'll be a couple of years at least until you can. And that's someone who's got very much a growth mindset. Yeah. Yeah, has good mentorship, does, you know, a lot of training with other people and really works on their craft, which yeah. a lot don't. But, I mean, other, others obviously do. Yeah. So um, there's that component to it as well. I mean, the, you, you can go to someone who's got uh, an amazing, uh, you know, adjusting techniques. You can go to someone with one philosophy and you go to someone else with the exact same philosophy, but they're shithouse. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And they can't move you. They're just in the wrong areas. Is that because... Is it is it like and you have to break, yeah break this down for me? Is it yeah. a course? Is it like a, a like university? Like a doctor goes and they do their it's whatever. A, it's yeah. a uni. Like it, basically, it's a five year course. Yeah, a uni and like every university course, they don't prepare you for the real world. Yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately, with chiropractic, unlike other professions, where you can get sort of sheltered, like if you're a lawyer or accountant, you can get sheltered in the system and you can you know work work your way up before you're working with bigger clients. Yeah, unfortunately, with chiro, you're Australian, yeah, Australian. Australian. Yeah. and then and you're compared to someone who's, you know, maybe I've been out for 13, 14 years. Yeah. Mm. And someone like me versus them, you yep. know I mean? a new grad or someone hasn't, oh, so they haven't had it, and, and yeah. they're paying the exact same, mm. yeah. whether they see me or them. So someone could have gone to someone amazing and then they go to someone else and yeah. they go, this is dog shit. Yeah. Or vice versa, they could have gone somewhere shit and just gone, chiropractic doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's just they haven't, they might not have found. I've never even thought about that comp- because if you think about a physio, one physio might be better than the other. Yeah. And that's because they've either updated their knowledge or they're better at manipulation or yeah. recommending rehab programs or they're just more wealth of knowledge. Exactly. Yeah, right. I never thought about yeah. that for Kairos. Yeah, because yeah, the experience of recognising certain issues or recognising what's causing a problem exactly. being able to experience. Yeah. And the way joints move and things like that, and even, then, even with Kairos, the other thing is obviously there's a competency level, the other thing is the technique style. Yeah. Mm. There's a shitload of different technique styles from you know, manual adjustments to some just use the drop piece, they don't do anything else. Others um, just use The drop piece is where your neck's on and goes, tush, drops down, or the, or yeah, the, the middle table, of the, the table. table yeah. yeah. And yeah. That, some, some integrate different different forms. So, I mean, you'll have uh, more heavy-handed. Like, I'm, my style is probably a bit more like, heavy-handed, even though I'm accurate with what I do. I'd, I'd um, say gorilla sort <laughs> of sums it up pretty well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of the people who come to see me, they've probably been to other chiros, and we have a lot, they will see our content, and they go, no, nah, no, nah, I want the stuff that you do. Yeah. Do you feel like you can? I'm a bigger guy. You can yeah. move, and they come in. They go, oh, well, that's yeah. You can actually. You I've always felt that's what I need as well. The heavy but, hand. Yeah, but yeah. then I've had people that just get the right spot with just good technique, and yeah. you don't yeah. need, and you need full both. smash. So yeah. isn't first and foremost techniques number one? Yeah, yeah. you don't just want a fucking brute. Yeah, in and just muscling you because that's yeah. when you will get fucked. Yeah, and that's the danger. You get someone who's really strong. And they're like mm. a new grad, and, that, and they might get a lower back and just rotate the fuck out of someone. Yeah, and then they can do a disbulge. They're, and that's yeah. that's the danger. Whereas like some other people, the low force stuff is what they agree with. Yeah, and I sort of I guess brand myself as someone who's I'm still accurate. We have a bit more of a violistic performance based approach, but also it's more it is more physical. Yeah. So people and with the name of the practice gorilla, um, you know, people know when they see the content, they they'll be like, "That's for me." Or yeah. Go, fuck that. Yeah. Like you know, and that that's what I want. I want to sort of for people to go, you know, whether that's for you or not for you. And then, of course, it's good to have other, like, low-force practitioners. Yeah. And they can market themselves for yeah. people who don't want... I, I guess that's, like, we're probably <clears throat> where the concerns come in from people who aren't aware of what's going on. Because I guess if it's a doctor, they've got to, like, hey, this is the problem. 
This Correct. is how you fix it. Correct. This is it's it's uniform along the course. Um, it's standardized. Whereas yeah. you might yeah. have a, a slightly different technique to someone yeah. and else. That's, that's not good for Cairo for no. any. Um, what's the word? Um, reputation. No, yeah. yeah. If everyone's different, if you see one Cairo, you'll base your experience off that. Of yeah. course. And, and you'll be way more hesitant to go see anyone else. Yeah. yeah. And there's different recommendations as well mm. in terms of some practitioners. You might go. Yeah, and others might over-service, others might under-service. Yeah, there's all these different sort of uh, – and that's where some of the issues like a lot of the public get is they think, fuck, well, you know, I've got to keep coming back. Well, I do. Yeah. I do. Um, and it's how – and some do uh, – they, they do schedule quite quite heavily. Heavily. And then unders may not actually schedule enough. They're a bit yeah. too – almost just once and – And because it's know, expensive as well. Of course. It's yeah. such a um, uh, dividing uh, mm. part of it. Like, yeah. so my experience – my mum was a – chiropractic receptionist from when I was 10 years old so I was getting adjusted from when I was 10 to when I was like 18 or 19 yeah and initially it was like lucky for free because of my oh, mom was yeah. working there yeah. but it was once a week twice a week and pretty full-on for that first few months mm. with the person that um, mum worked for and I was just thinking if this is anybody that needs to be paying it's very cost prohibitive but it mm. ended up being that was the main reason I stopped. Yeah. Couldn't afford to keep going back. Yeah. But yeah. that ended put me on the trajectory. Um, I don't think, I don't know if I've spoke about this on the podcast. I was trying to get into Cairo via no. by, by biomedical science. So yeah. when I finished uni, I had a fairly good ATAR score or TE. It was back then. Did fucking business, dog shit, fell asleep in class, hated it. Went to um, see my cousins in England, travel a bit, came back, got into biomed with Sammy Garner mm. and... Um, was going to try and backdoor it in through there mm. um but ended up just following my passion of teaching so like i've always thought Cairo was good but when i reflect on it i'm like me and both my brothers have the same issue the same back my brothers had a um uh, a fake disc put in what do you call it spinal fusion yeah. and my youngest brother's got what i've got i've had what i told you about before SI the l5 yeah. si yeah. um and I keep thinking, like, is it genetics or is it because we were getting adjusted so much from when we were younger that it weakened our back? Is that yeah, a look, possibility? For me, my every car has got different, different yeah. and different techniques have different philosophies with it. Um, my my sort of philosophy is that I mean, I think you know some form of regular adjustments, whatever that is, yeah. and that, that that caters on a person's amount of physical stress they've got. So the main issues people do have that contribute to problems, it's not, I'm not stretching enough, it's we're sitting down all day. Yeah. We've got shit posture. Yeah. yeah. We've got, you know, we're sleeping the wrong way. Yeah. We're not sleeping, um, we're not sleeping, you know, we've got pillows aren't correct. Yeah. You know, passing out on the couch, yeah. being on the piss on the weekends yeah. and then just being... And whenever my clients come in on a Monday and they're yeah. back, they go, what did you do Saturday? If they're, yeah. under, if they're under 45, <laughs> what did you do Saturday night? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and they like, and I went and explained that, you know, anything that contributes to inflammation, the body's going to have an effect on on pain, on your muscle function and your, on your nervous system function. So a lot of like, it, a lot of it is about sort of contro- educating clients about, you know, what... Con- what contributes it? Yeah. yeah yes, yeah. there is genetic components. Everyone's everyone's spine is a bit different. Yeah. Yep. And that's where people can get frustrated because you might go, "Oh, I've got a someone might go, I've got a disc bulge," and I went to this guy and he sorted me out in one visit. Mm-hmm. And then you go to someone else, you're like, "Fuck, I've got to keep seeing this guy three times a week, yeah, for a couple of weeks just to get my back right." Yeah. yeah. And that happens because not everyone has the exact same yeah. condition, and that's yeah. what's frustrating. You might go, "Fuck, this guy's taking me for a ride." Yeah. I mean, I mean, and I've, I've had clients that you know you have to come in fucked, and then one visit. Done. And other ones, you, they're 
five ten percent better yeah and it's got to be more frequent whereas there i mean most people don't come in completely fucked it's more like lifestyle related sort of yeah, yeah. Stuff like mild to moderate discomfort yeah you know headache sort of are you issues. able to put disc bulges back in is that something that you can no, do or is that a common misconception yeah. bit of a common misconception obviously there's x a lot of it is Things like the adjustments will improve the joint motion because yep. the thing is, when you've got a disc bulge, you're going to have a lot of inflammation around there. Nervous, yeah, uh, nerves aren't going to fire properly. It's going to be a lot of overactivity of the muscle. Yeah. So a lot of it, uh, what we do is, as long as they're safe to adjust, if it's too serious, you might not have to. Yep. So, um, is firstly control the inflammation, mm-hmm. uh, encourage movement. If someone's yep. got a disc bulge, they don't want to be doing anything where they're like sitting for prolonged periods. Yep. yep. Completely, f- and that's different for different issues. Uh, don't want to be doing anything where you know, you're reaching out and lifting. Doing things like so you play it pretty safe. A lot of just control information, walk a lot more, correct sleep position, not being too rotated. Yeah. But um, once you sort of get on top of that, my role would be just to get the joints sort of adjusted safely in a way that that can improve joint motion and get the nervous system firing a bit better. Yeah. Yep. Then obviously with time, there's exercises that they would go through to help support things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not a matter of like they just come in a car and they're sorted. Yeah. And that's the other misconception people have. They yeah. think. Uh, you know, oh, I just come and get adjusted, I'm sorted. And their lifestyle's fucked. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they're, like, eating shit, they're sleep like, in the wrong position, they're yeah. fucked bed. Like, like, a lot of guys are treated FIFO guys. Yeah. Uh, all their beds are fucked. Yeah. You know, you get machine operator who's 12 hours a day, yeah. vibration, um, <coughs> sitting down for 12 hours a day, and he goes, he goes and sleeps in a shit bed two out of three weeks. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah, I mean, they're going to have continual issues, but it's about trying to modify what you can modify because yeah. things like stress massively affect things Yeah, as well. Um, and when people have a lot of flare-ups, often is when there's more stress or they're not sleeping as much. There's more inflammation, inflammation yeah. in the body. You're definitely uh, pre- preaching to the choir with us with what we, we've sort of been talking about with that. Like Delby will come in with a cooked back and he'll know it's because he's been overworking or... Mm. Uh, bender, bender, yeah, drinking yeah. or, but I'll be the yeah. same. Like I think, yeah. I think last year I went through a, a few weeks where I just could not move, and yeah. there was a point I was at a wedding and I was in the bridal party and I could barely stand up, um, and it was because I had the week leading in, I had mm. so much work, I was eating like shit, I was drinking because mm. we, were, you know, leading into a wedding and fucking all the stuff you do, mm. and I knew what was contributing, but, um, but yeah, this whole holistic style approach mm. that uh, Cairo seems to have, where it's encompassing of everything, not just here's a pill, fix the problem, or, or, or even just here's an adjustment, here's that's an adjustment, all you need, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's that, how some practitioners mm. educate like that as well, yeah. and that that yeah. really appeals to me that mm. it's it's a whole. Bit, uh, range of factors because yeah. I don't I mean I I hate the idea that the fact that for example a doctor is not taught anything about nutrition and in regards to the, the health idea. of a human body the nutrition's idea. the probably the number more one stress, factor and yeah exactly relationships like, where we spend eight weeks on on musculoskeletal in the whole training True. yeah Which is, so you think if, if you know, that happens sometimes you go and clients uh, might go to a GP for something and now a lot of them yeah. I'm under a bus, but like, um, yeah, some GPs obviously do a great job. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Some do a great job. Some are pretty yeah. generic and pretty basic. So, and they, they won't honor the fact that, you know, a chiro or a physio, even a PT has probably got more idea. An educated PT has probably got more idea yeah. about musculoskeletal stuff than what a yeah. GP would be. I mean, the, their go to is mm. sprain and yeah. inflammatory pain. Yeah. It's just they, get, they don't even tell you. Think if someone doesn't even perform a test on you yeah. and they think, why? They know, and they give you the same. The same oh, modality every time, prescription every time, yeah. as opposed to be able to go, you know, maybe, I mean, they have to give you something, I guess. You can't go to a GP and yeah. go, oh, my back's fucked, and, mm. then, and then walk away. They go, well, I'm going to give you nothing, and then go try this. People get 
that shit. So yeah. I understand they've got to give them something, but people, a lot of people think they're, they're almost superior knowledge yeah. in musculoskeletal mm. yeah. stuff. I mean, that, and neuromusculoskeletal is sort of the domain I work in. I don't work in pharmaceuticals or anything yeah. like that. And yeah. I, on the fact that I'm not an expert and don't try to act like an expert in that, but I mean, that, the other domains where we spent you know, a whole degree in. Yeah. yeah. And every single day working with people for, you know, 13 years sort of thing. Yeah. So you understand a lot of patterns in different people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're definitely not the go-to for, <laughs> for like Body. neuromusculoskeletal. They're more obviously gateways to other specialists. And yeah. Or yeah. general practitioners. Yeah, general practitioners. No. So. Yeah. Um, do you need, is that a little bit low in your ears for um, Ryan's voice? Uh, yeah, just get... Just a little bit closer to the yeah. mic. Closer to the mic, yeah. Just. Yeah. Um, so you were saying before, which is, I, I love this, um, <coughs> disc bulge, Movement's important because quite often people won't want to move, which mm. is counterintuitive. Mm. And I found the thing that helped me with my fucked back. I went and saw a guy in Kareem. I can't remember his name now, but he changed my my thought patterns on it. He's like, you know, your disc is fucked. Some people have a fucked disc forever and they don't have any symptoms. Mm. Some people have it like right. you, and you know, it's inc- incredibly painful. But um, he's like, recent research is actually starting to show that running is beneficial for it whereas opposed it was always been like don't move and i started running and just changing my mindset going okay well he goes it'll hurt for like two weeks then he goes it should reduce after and reduce and reduce and it got to a point where i was sore for two weeks couldn't walk then it was like a week then five days and three then it got down to where it didn't hurt at all Mm -hmm. and i lost you know 10 kilos which helped as well but just having that movement back was was awesome Mm. And the second thing you said was sleep. Now this makes me think: how do you how do you sleep properly when you're unconscious sleeping? Oh. <laughs> like, how do you do? You wake up and go, "Hang on." I think I think you just got to be mindful of what what are better positions yeah. when you are conscious, yeah, uh, and to do as many things as you can to encourage that behaviour. And if you do wake up, try and readjust. Yeah, obviously you can't completely. Is there, this, if is there suggested over, ways to yeah. sleep? It depends, it depends what's going on. Like a lot of the time, you don't want to cause too much rotation in the lower back. So if you're on your side, you want to have the tilt leg too rotated. You can put a pillow between. Oh, that, that can help. But then some people between your kick, legs, yeah, yeah, yep. between legs, or on your back, you can put a pillow underneath. Yeah, yeah. I sleep you, with a higher pillow, otherwise I can't sleep. Yeah, which or yeah. you can do that. That's fine. You don't yeah. want to be too square where you're compressing like your AC joint. So you want to have a shoulder slightly forward if you're on your side. Yeah. Um, but a pillow between your knees is a good is a good tactic. Yeah. And what's the right like for your head? Because I've struggled to find the height. Yeah, yeah. I've you want to be known. neutral. Yeah. So you think if your head's a little dipping le- like this, it's causing compression over there. If it's too yeah. high, yeah. Like this, try never to use multiple pillows and stack them up and yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, yeah, have yeah. Forty different fucking. Pillows yeah, you got the right room. combo, <laughs> like, <laughs> so like Jenga for your neck. <laughs> yeah. I've been playing fortress. Yeah. Going on there, I've, been, yeah. I've been playing Jenga for the last fucking <laughs> year and a half, trying to figure out the best. I things. always feel I'm, just, I'm like, it doesn't matter. My mattress is fucked. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. And, and this is, I guess, talking about um, issues. A lot of people want to know that, you know, what's causing my pain? What one thing is causing my pain? Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's not one fucking thing. Yeah. You know, and they go, oh, is it my mattress? It's like, your mattress contributes. Yeah. But it's not just your mattress. Yeah. And then they get, they spend seven grand on mattress, go, yeah, back's still fucked. Yeah. yeah. You know, or you've like eaten like shit, or you've been drinking, or you're stressed. Yeah. Yep. Stress, sleep position. Yeah. Um, prolonged sitting is a massive one. Doing a lot of time in the car, yeah, and stuff like that. Like you know, these sort of things. Like if they're out of alignment, I think that's where some people can be very delusional because mm. it's like they they they've got these fucked lifestyle habits, 
and they don't and they think oh, I'm going to come and see you and, and you're going to just crack yeah. it and that's going to sort so like without modifying T can to the best of your ability yeah. obviously it's always like a three there's three f- approaches to it there's identifying what contributes mm-hmm. and they're pretty common things with a lot of people a lot of lifestyle factors and try and modify them mm-hmm. which is my role to educate a client it's a client's role to do it yeah I can't fucking control what they're doing the, th- the middle part's obviously the adjustments and I you know yeah. based on clinical um assessments and recommendations and how often we see people which yeah. is my role and then obviously educating people about how to self-manage you know whether it's yeah, strengthening it's, yeah. using trigger point balls things like that so it's this is if, some, if someone doesn't address all three yeah i think that's a bit of a, a bit of a concern any practitioner that thinks it's just you just come in and get adjusted and they don't talk about what else contributes yeah that's probably and, a bit of a and concern. that was my concern early early days because the first ever chiropractor i went to incredible it made me yeah. feel incredible but yeah. i became reliant on needing the chiropractic yeah. adjustments and he wasn't giving me any anything else to do in the meantime that's the big one i think i still think just from lifestyle factors we we can't avoid everything mm. there's going to be especially these days like with this dopamine system's fucked we're always on yeah. the phone mm-hmm. we're sitting down a lot like there's so much like our nervous system's getting hammered Yes. So much more now. Just for way. the listeners, we're we're standing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Yeah. But what do you do in those situations? I've you can't avoid posture. You can't avoid some of those situations, like driving in a car. For of course. A, so of what course. Is, is there ways to get around these and there, things look, we can do? There's 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 things that you can do, obviously, uh, and same thing with stress. If you like, <laughs> relationships no good. Uh, <laughs> I hate work. <laughs> and I mean, think how many people have got a shit relationship, hate their work, yeah. don't sleep well. Yeah. Yeah, and then you think, and then they're not they're not that active. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even people who are this is the my ones. You will get like people who are, like they're full into fitness and they eat well. It's like that's great. Then they're like you know like a PT, mm. and then their fucking stress yeah is out of control. Like they have got no capacity to emotionally you know regulate, regulate what's going on, and their sleep might be pretty fucked as well. So they yeah. think, well, you know, I stretch, <laughs> I stretch, I'm fit, I'm healthy. It's like uh, you, you do some things well. Yeah. But you're not like someone who doesn't quite go as hard. In the, they're just tracking everything they eat, but they generate pretty well. They generally train pretty well, but they manage these other things better. They're going to be better yeah. than these people. I've, I've figured that out the other, <coughs> the other day, came to a realisation, and people who listen to the podcast know I've had this turn of feeling good in, like, consistently for the last two or three months. And I had this sort of like epiphany two or three days ago. It wasn't that my mindset's changed. It wasn't this, it's, it, I've made little incremental changes mm, in mm. You know, six, seven different parts of my life mm. that have all turned into this ultimately good feeling physically, mentally, mm, mm. everything. It wasn't just the one change. I was always looking for that one yeah. change. Like, yeah. what can I do? Oh, I need to I need to do that. I need to quit <coughs> my job to make make sure I'm, yeah, I'm happier. I, can, I need I to oh, I need to be healthier or whatever. I need a I need a fucking wife. I need a, all that. Yeah. It's not that. That's it's that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not good. <laughs> just do it now. But uh, yeah, it was the combination of everything in the last yeah. probably two to three months where I feel like I'm on this. It's almost the opposite of death by a thousand cuts. You can reverse it. Of course. And yeah, life yeah. by a thousand yeah. improvements mm. rather than one big and one. And just minor. Just compounding minor effect of yeah. multiple different areas. Yeah. And that's why like a lot of people, they think it's like very overwhelming. And you go, when you actually break it down, it's not that. Mm. It's not that. You just focus on, and because I think, shit, I've got to, I've got to move more. I've got to do something about my fitness. I've got to control what I'm eating. I've got to oh, get X amount of sleep. I sleep five, six hours a night and it's yeah. shit. I've got to try and get up to at least seven, ideally eight, but at least, yeah. at least seven sort of thing. Uh, and it's just all very overwhelming. But if they actually like break things down and even just focus on one thing initially, yeah, focus on that. Once you get a, your head around that, focus on the next thing. A good book for that is um, Atomic Habits okay. by James Clear. 
Okay. So he, he's good. He just makes you sleep, does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's very good. At doing yeah. That. Yeah. So like that, it's very common sense. So when you, it's one of those materials. You, know, you read some things, and you go, "This isn't fucking brain science." But it, it just, it actually is really good. Whether you're trying to like learn a language from scratch, or you you're getting a, into a good fitness routine, or what was it atomic 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 habits? How James Clear? Like yeah, I found that's one of the in terms of developing like new routines and, and habits and breaking them down because a lot of it is you want to break things down so that they're, they're so it's almost they're so fucking easy it's ridiculous mm. and you don't even want to do it because you go no nah, that's a joke but then what do people do they go the other end mm-hmm. and then they sabotage so they don't get they go oh, fuck this and give up yeah you know what i mean as opposed to just creating little wins and just yeah. changing little things that's and, 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 and building evidence that you're, like, you're that person that's working towards that goal yeah um and just yeah and that's what happens a lot of it isn't it's that as you said, branch the um, like the cumulative little little improvements yeah, over here, and, and then you look at someone in a year. It's like we're training. Yeah, like if you do things, you just make subtle subtle changes, work these things, and then you look at someone. Not in a month, they're not going to change that much. But look at them in a year, two years, you go, holy fuck! Yeah, they've really changed their life around. Even yeah. something as simple as I've recently replaced my drinking water with filtered water, which is alkalized and minerals put into mm. it. And at the start, it's a bit of a process setting it up and getting yeah. it all sorted. Now it's a, every day I fill up the water, it filters, and it's mm. it's just a simple thing. And that's one simple yeah. little process. And that's like about setting yourself up to succeed, which yeah. he talks about in that. Yeah. Like, you know, whether it's, yeah, you go in the gym early in the morning, yeah. Yeah. pack your shit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> your yeah. runners and that in the morning so you don't have to get up and it's yeah. 4.35 and think, fuck, now I've got to run around for five, ten minutes. And, you, and then eventually like, shit, nah, and you tell yourself. Because yeah. the voice is saying, much, give yeah. up, don't yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. looking for any excuse not to do it. Yeah. We'll have the cold shower in the morning or whatever. Like if someone wants to start doing cold shower, I'm a big big advocate of uh, like ice baths and things like that. Yep. But even yeah. like starting up, I say it to my clients, to try and get everyone at least to a cold shower in the morning. Yeah. What's Do you know much of the science behind that? And it's what's more happening? in terms of, um, it does, I mean, the cold shower is not going to get cold shock proteins to that level that like an ice bath would, which you have more, more of a great effect of mitigating stress on the body. But the thing is, it'll release, um, release noradrenaline, it'll get your brain function better and can, to a degree, help with a bit of inflammation in the yeah. body. But you'll find you do that, it's a way that you'll just like, neurologically you just, and cognitively, Switch you'll on. be switched off. And I think like, the, like even Goggins talks about it in regards to, not, a, not in a scientific way, just a, the last thing you want to fucking do is on a cold morning go get in a cold bath, yeah. a cold shower. And if you're doing it, you're already doing something you didn't want to do, you're fucking, you're beating yourself. Of course. And yeah. it's setting yourself up for like, I can fuck. I just did that. I didn't want to do it, but I fucking still did it. Yeah. So I can still do exactly anything right. I beat win. myself in the mornings. So <laughs> <laughs> I beat myself in the mornings as well sometimes. Yeah. Beat yourself in the it's off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty but consistent as the podcast yeah, evolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you set yourself up for success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you, you do like it, uh, do it by doing something you didn't want to do at the start. Pro- almost it's like this mental mindset change of like, I didn't want to do it, but I fucking still did it. Mm. How good. You know, yeah. you've like had a win, a box Exactly tick. right. And there's like, I think people think they're, they're, they're too, like the small wins are still wins and they yeah. build evidence for the person that you want to be yeah. as opposed to like thinking, oh, no, I've got to get to there. Mm. Yeah. And, it's, and they're always, most people are just too delusional with like their, their next goal and they don't actually it. just put it to something very achievable yeah. and just be, and you know, you might take longer to get there, but make it achievable, achievable. Smart achievable. goals. Yeah. yeah. We Smart learned goals. it in high school. Well, that's even, yeah. the, even, even the snooze button. Yeah. We've been, Oh, we've been talking about the snooze button. Yeah, because of you, you dog. I've fucking, <laughs> I've, st- I've stopped snoozing. It's so, good though. Yeah, it's what, what, way what have you changed? Um, literally, uh, I watched Huberman, and he sent me 
two clips on Huberman. One, oh, not just of, Huberman, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, instead of snoozing, just get up straight away so then you don't go back into that cycle where yeah, you course, need the circadian rhythm. And then um, natural light in the morning. But yeah. I sleep terribly. I always have. Um, my brain's are most active before I go to sleep. When do you When do you go to bed and get up? I go to bed anywhere between, like as in sleep or just in bed? I'm sleeping. Att- att- attempt to sleep. I'm fl- yeah. I attempt to sleep from like midnight and I don't nod off till 1, 1.30. Shit, and I'm up yeah. uh, anywhere between... Seven thirty and nine ish. Yeah. yeah, and you miss you miss that like ten p.m. to two a.m., which is the most regenerative hormones for repair. Yeah. So like if you can if you can where possible gear your sleep you want to be at the latest in bed at ten, if you can structure things. Yeah. Some people's lifestyles they can't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. You know if you're doing mining and well I'm doing comedy doing all my all my works at night I'm getting home at ten. Just wrap up night. Yeah, just <laughs> get them in a bit earlier. Yeah. But um yeah if you can go. Least like that. Have however you structure your sleep. Have that window of ten p.m. to two a.m. Mm-hmm. Have that four hour block in your window. Is that um, a generic thing, or is that something to do with light? Yeah, or circadian rhythms and, and okay. things like that. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it's become about about ten. Like there'll be more nights where like I'll be texting Delby and, and we fucking <laughs> riffing ideas for what yeah. we're gonna do and stuff. And it'd be like yeah. eleven thirty, and I've I went to bed at ten. I'm fuck. I'm still awake. But generally, mm. very generally, it's ten ten thirty. Till yeah. about five five thirty yeah. every single day is what I've found has become my norm, my norm and it's been the, it's where I achieve my my best sort of my days are set up the best. When I snooze, I I can't just snooze once, and I fall into that trap. Oh yeah, um, and it's become I think so. If I don't snooze and I get up, I feel this sense of achievement. It actually motivates mm. me like you bang, you're up. Mm. How good. That was and me today, man. What's your... What's your Is uh, it? Yeah I, yeah, I got up and I cleaned my room for like 45 minutes. Sick. So you knew so I was coming in. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten to a point now, especially when I have my daughter, I have to get up because if I don't, if I... If I... If I... Um, if I get... Don't waste that hour-ish before she'll wake up and come and need my attention and uh, unless I chuck her on an iPad, which I don't want to be that sort of dad. <clears throat> if I don't work and get... At the start of the day between five and six o'clock, I've lost an hour mm. where then I cannot start until I've dropped her to school at eight mm. fifty. Mm. So I, I can't start the day till nine. Yeah, and if yeah. I do, if I'm sending emails and stuff like that, I'm doing it while I'm trying to be present with my daughter. Which yeah, so yeah. that five o'clock wake up now, five o'clock, five thirty, because she'll wake up six <coughs> to six thirty. Mm. Is I have to, so we otherwise I'm losing. So the tip is get up hour earlier or just don't have kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I don't have Scotty, so me and Delby are doing yeah. Right? At this point the fifty percent of the time I don't have Scotty, those mornings I wake up and I actually, um, I don't know why I find it easier to get up. I think because I think I know my momentum can keep going. Yeah, I know that like once it hits six o'clock, I don't have to stop. I can go fuck. I can get a whole day's work done by ten and then have the rest mm. of the day off. Yeah, in my head, maybe that's the mental thing. But but also having it being a parent is stressful. Because you know yeah. that it's going to be a, a bit more draining than your work, probably. Yeah, it's, it's the unpredictability. Yeah. Which would and be what's going to happen? Yeah, and trying not to just go. Here's the iPad. Here's TV. Mm. No, don't do it. I'm not perfect, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. it's but, it's so much easier for me to go. I'm cooking her breakfast, or I'm making her breakfast, and I'm making her lunch. Here's the iPad, or here yeah, draw, and that's fine. Drawing. I try to get her to draw and stuff like that, but it is it is difficult. But yeah, r- regardless. 
Um, um, you were early t- start and yeah. starting a day. And with the cold shower, um, I always have a hot shower and then finish with a cold. I don't know if that's, that's meant to be. That's almost like the, well, I was almost going to lead to, that's like the entry point. Yeah. Like if someone, because okay. I said it's amazing how many people are fucking terrified of the cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I can't, like, and like even a lot of guys that are, you think are, yeah, tough guys, and you think do a cold shower, they just give you that look yeah. like no fucking chance. It's just um, five seconds, like the yeah. first five, you're like, and then, especially in especially in winter, like you don't even want to get out of bed, yeah, let yeah, alone yeah, get yeah. yourself. It's, it's it, now this time of the year is a great time to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just four months. I actually started. I got it sweaty. I was like, I need a cold shower. It's fucking hot today. <laughs> I started. I've been doing it for cold shower every day for about four years. Yeah, four to five years. Yeah, and I started though. in winter. Oh. Uh, when I was was into this, yeah, quite a while ago. But and that's a mindset change in itself, isn't it? Is, it yeah. is. And now it's just it, it's easy. Then when you, I've been probably doing ice baths. I do them now at a place uh, twice a week. I've been doing them for three to four months. So I'm going to buy buy my own one. Yeah. Today I was actually ordering one. So, and that's a whole another level. Yeah. Like cold showers are. <laughs> Or a cakewalk. Okay. And I, I eventually want to be able to start my day, actually have the ice bath set up. Yeah. Then you can, in the morning, do three minutes in the ice bath at somewhere between zero and two. Yeah. Which will be... Hectic. Hectic. Yeah. yeah. But especially if you don't do a sauna before, they'll, but that will set you up for success probably. Yeah. And they actually will release things like cold shock protein. Yeah, what is a cold shock protein? You said that before, I've never so heard of that heat before. And cold shock protein. It's basically part of one of the best... Like if you go to a certain level of... Yeah, of cold for a certain amount of time or a certain level of heat for a certain amount of time it will elicit these in the body. So one of the things they, that they're, where they're really good for like longevity studies is they help mitigate the effects, the negative effects of stress on the body yep. to a degree. Yep. Well. So that's why you'll see people like with a lot, lot of longevity studies like doing regular sauna use, yeah. doing regular cold therapy, stuff like that, and obviously getting regular sleep times and sleep quantity. They're like some of the most important strategies that you can yeah. have. So uh, you just mentioned sauna, not to... Go to it's all sort back of, and forth. but it's sort of intertwined. <coughs> yeah. I've I've started using it three times a week. Yeah, um, and I don't. There's no science behind what I'm doing. I randomly end up seeing again. I don't take Huberman as like gospel, gospel, yeah. but I do like he's what close. He, I do like what he said. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, pretty yeah, fucking he's onto my it. Favorite, yeah, and then yeah. I end up looking at the routine he suggested for. Oh, hectic uh, for, for a good sauna. Yeah, but half an hour on, five minutes off. Half an hour on, five minutes off, and Half an hour on again, or something, something? along those lines. It was in pretty terms of hit, once per week, was it? No, no. just in one hit. He's got a bunch yeah. of different protocols. Yeah, so there was different something. protocols, and he said the ultimate was once a it, week. I think it was total in a week. Uh, the the, the optimum was like sixty to ninety minutes. Is that right? Is that cumulative over the week? Over the week. Yeah, yeah. Does Not in one session. Not in one session. No, no. I over no. over I a seven over day week, period. Yeah, cumulative. And over he the said to a point, it doesn't matter in in how long you do it. How you break it up? Yeah, how you break it up. As long as you're getting that. So. Ends up being basically what I do, mm. um, uh, but I I usually do ten to fifteen minutes, two sets. Yeah, and that's as as much as yeah. I think I've I've found a massive benefit from mm. it. Um, just with like I don't I don't uh, this feeling of like it it gets hard. So then when you yeah. finish, everything seems like walking around seems easier. Everything Definitely. seems easier because you like uh, what what would you call it? It's a um aerobic not aerobic but. You know, you're working your body without yeah. moving. Yeah, I mean, it burns, depending if you do like an hour, you can burn anywhere from five to 700 calories. Yeah, and your heart rate rate. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise yeah, that's yeah. what I was yeah. doing. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was just being sweaty. Exercising for mugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just being Italian. Well, and <laughs> I think there's uh, longevity studies as well. And Yeah, massively. And even like there's ones, look, there's so, much, so many, I'm not familiar with all, all the studies, but some basic ones. I mean, 
Rhonda Patrick, have you ever yep. come across her? She was on Joe Rogan yep. quite regularly. So she was the one that was probably the biggest voice for it probably you know, when I started maybe five years ago mm-hmm. doing it. And now like Huberman's like, yeah, he's like the man anything sort of yeah. with the human Huberman body. is the sunlight, the fucking yeah. sauna, the ice bath. That's where he's so bath. good. Is he's, he's, just great. Yeah. he's not just like, oh, I'm the like you know, hot and cold guy mm. yeah. or I'm the mental health guy. Like, he's so smart and such. And he can he's break, a neuroscientist, eh? Hey? Yeah, um, <laughs> Stanford, I think. Stanford. Yeah, right. yeah, Stanford yeah. neuroscientist. So he can break down, and he does everything in a very calculated, yeah. evidence-based approach. And he can break down tough concepts for basic. Know, yeah, basic. Yeah. yeah. Tom Segura's cousin <laughs> as well. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Is he? I, I listened. I listened to Two Bears in a Cave uh, yeah. with Human Jigsaw. So I was like that, and then yeah, didn't realize they're cousins. That's so. Yeah. He did, and he hadn't met him. He's like, well, we better meet. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Well, and the ice bar thing. It wasn't it only like. And I don't know if this was Huberman that I saw, but it was something like 11 minutes a week is meant to be optimal or something. Or have I got my wires crossed here? I remember for, it being only what? a short amount of time for an exact, ice bath. The exact amount that he said. But um, I think because I do it twice Three a week minutes. and sauna twice a week. Uh, 11. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's 15. Okay. Don't quote me. I think it's 15. You mean yeah. over a week or over... In over a, a week. A, yeah, 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 I was going to say. I yeah. think it's like 90 minutes in the sauna, 15 in the cold. Don't quote yeah. me. I think yeah. it's somewhere around that. And I sort of try and hit that. I do a Saturday-Sunday session... It's like yeah, an hour each one. I just alternate between both. Yeah, just go like twenty minutes in sauna, three minutes in the ice bath. Twenty minutes yeah. in sauna, yeah, three right. minutes. The three minutes in the ice bath is pretty bang on, hey, for a one in, one stint. Yeah, Ish. so I do it. You Within can do reason. you can do it. You can just break it up how you want. I normally do. I do it. Then I do sauna for twenty. Come out. Do the do the do the ice for three in a. In a block, at the yeah, same, yeah. yeah. So I do it wow. twice a week. And this is this is just what I do with my sort of lifestyle. It yeah. tends to work until I get my own setup, and I'll probably mm. do it daily. Um, but yeah, I do I do three minutes in the ice, twenty minutes in the sauna, three minutes in the ice, twenty minutes in the sauna, three minutes in the ice. Fuck. So I do that. So I get you get an hour session. So I do that Saturday and Sunday. Mm. So I, the weeks uh, are so fucking hectic. That's so up, that's so fluctuating though. Yeah. Is that yeah? And you can do either. You can break it up how you want. That's just that's just. See, my, I wish my, that I, with my lifestyle, I have. I wish I had this science with the sauna stuff mm. when I was playing footy, and because mm. they've they found just as much benefit with the sauna stuff as the ice baths, mm. and they obviously mm. have different benefits. But yeah. the <clears throat> but the, the basic mechanism is it's it's moving the blood, yeah, the damaged blood out. Mm. And fuck, I would have ra- way rather been in a sauna. Yeah. Is that three times a week instead it? of? Is the science behind a sauna? Yeah, what's the main benefit? I think that's so for recu- cold shock that's proteins that help side. with stress. Yeah, mitigate the effects of the damaging effects of stress. Yeah, yeah, right. So things like, uh, I mean, you get like obviously like growth hormone release and things like that from yeah. from a sauna, um, noradrenaline release. That's like um, from the from the ice bath and stuff like. That. So I find um, for like recovery and that the it, they both they both have they both can help with inflammation as well. That's mm. the thing. That's why you feel better regardless of what yeah. you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's stuff that sort of come out that, I mean, doing the ice bath prior to actually doing a workout yeah. as opposed to the opposite way is actually yeah. helps increase 20 minutes growth prior hormone. or something? Yeah, helps mm. increase growth yeah, hormone. Right. So actually I now, on my Saturday session, I do I do that session and then I go to the gym. Yeah. Because I do it in the Arvo, then I go to the gym Saturday Arvo. So yeah. Yeah. And, try and, and try and work around mm. it like that. Yeah, so there's different, a lot of those things, look, they're, to be honest, I think they're like five percenters and stuff mm. like that. You generally keep the core fundamentals of things right. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, uh, you do pretty well. Like if you get that sixty to ninety minutes in a sauna a week, however you break it up, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes yeah, in the ice. The, the fucking boredom for me. I can't sit there for twenty minutes and do <laughs> nothing. I'm could like, you could you headphones? 
Uh, yeah, I do, but because they sweat straight in my ears. I've tried, yeah. um, and after about 15 minutes, it's like... So uh, I can sit in there and listen, no worries, yeah, so but tr- doing nothing? <clears throat> it's tough because it's a mental challenge, but mm. so the couple of ways I get around it if I'm trying to be lazy is headphones, but mm. I've stopped doing the headphones. Um, having a chat in there, mm. sometimes I can fuck you up because you stay in there too long, you get into yeah. a chat. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the other one is, and this one's fucking challenging, is I've tried meditating in there. And it's yeah. so hard to it's meditate. Hard, yeah. So hard. Why? Because you're just like, fuck, I'm hot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, it's the voice, it's the voice. Mate, is going. it's... Like, yeah. You don't have... If, if you have, like, no phone to distract you, no music to distract you, no mate in there to distract you, no like, you've actually got to deal with yourself. Yeah. yeah and, you're and, like, and this is hurting. And we're so used to, like, numbing ourselves out and distracting ourselves. Yeah. Like, when you got to... Like, even like when you hear Goggins, you know, mm. he, like, hates putting music on. Yeah. He yeah. thinks it's, like, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he thinks it's like, cheating. Listen to the music. Like, yeah. you, know what was, you know what was fuck? Him saying that, I listened to that while I was running that 80. And I was like, with your, fuck. With your yeah. He's saying, don't listen to music. It's bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, I'm listening to a motivation. Like, you listen to him. Right yeah. Yeah, I need that motivation. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But, um, in ter- but it's so important to do things, um, like, that do challenge you. And I think mm. society these days, everyone's, not everyone. Like mm-hmm. there's in general, there's a lot. There's too much comfort. Everything's yeah. too easy. Um, well, well it's it's like you said earlier, where people come for the one fix. I was bad for it as well. Like no, my back was the worst, but I would look for the fix and not put in any pre mm. or post work. Mm. So, and it's because it's hard. Yeah, like definitely. Well, it's, it's small amounts is easy, but like actually doing the stuff when it flares up. If someone can fix it, I feel better. Right. Yeah, but putting the little steps in place um, and going to the gym and working my core or doing the exercises I'm prescribed, that is a long thing to stop the pain, um, which I, I've only just sort of in the last year or two been like, fuck, I'm going to do that now because mm-hmm. I'm sick of flaring up, getting it fixed, flaring up. Mm-hmm. But it's like the mental challenge of, of staying on that course going, no, I'm doing these. Mm-hmm. So when it, my back, is fucked, or so I don't get to my back being fucked. Correct. Yeah. That's the tough part. Exactly. Yeah. And and that mentality you see it in every aspect of someone's life. And yeah. the one you just said in terms of like just with like you know a rehab car, mm. and then they're the same with their money. Yeah. They're the same with fitness. Mm. Yeah. They're the same with everything. It's like they grossly underestimate you know what they need to do to get the result. Yeah. Um. They they, they don't realize if they actually made subtle changes and did them over time, they'd get there. But people have got that, yeah, I want to get rich quick. Yeah. I want to get jacked quick. Yeah. And I just want to get rid of this pain like, like that. Yeah. I don't want to have to fucking do anything. Yeah. And I, I don't want to have to put any effort in. And I want all my problems solved straight away. As opposed to realising shit takes time yeah. to build fun foundations with anything. And, yeah. then if, and it's actually, most things aren't that hard to build the foundations. It's just consistency, which people have trouble with. Yeah. Um, and just building consistency over time. And with anything, whether it's your finances... Yeah. Your, your relationships with people or your partner, yeah. whatever, you, you know, they want <laughs> shit, shit could go, you know, stuff can go sideways with their relationship with their partner and they're going and they, they want a quick fix as yeah. opposed to the, I need to be doing this, this, we need to be doing this, this, yeah. this, this consistently mm. to have a good relationship or like, or with your business or anyone, yeah. anything. You don't, people just, any aspect of life are looking for quick fixes yeah. uh, and that just leads that, that mindset of just doing shit behaviour when and you're getting, getting a shit result. And you'll be presented little opportunities to go back on the path that you were mm. on that's causing the back problems mm. or the fucking health problems or the mental mm. health problems mm. or whatever it is. You'll be presented little options. Hey, little, come back over here. Yeah. Just, it's just once, yeah. just yeah. once. Yeah. And it never is the case. You're not interested? No. I found yeah, that, that the, best, the best thing is, is um, 
is not to be too some t- like people like the cold turkey. Some people are like ah, oh, the cold turkey works. Rid it, get rid of the things. But the baby steps into mm, it mm. becoming your norm, <laughs> yeah. where you don't need to go for a drink. You don't need to eat like shit. You don't yeah. need. Uh, uh, it might sound like a, a weaker, softer way of doing it, but it's far more effective. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred mm. percent. And like, and we all know people that they talk about what they're gonna do and this and that. You go, okay, we'll fast forward six, 12 months. Yes, yeah. let's see where you're at. Yeah, yeah. most people. <laughs> Right, the exact same place. Yeah. You know well, that's I mean? you see that with stand-up comedy and podcasts. Yeah. Well, People go, I'm going to do stand-up, and they'll, they'll gig for six months, yeah. maybe a year. And yeah. when I say gig, they'll maybe once every two weeks mm. or whatever. And then after a year, you never see them again. Mm. I'm doing a podcast. Can you be on my podcast? I've, I remember <laughs> I heard, like, somebody who it was, um, and I know you've just started one, which mm. is good, mm. Mm. Um, but when time becomes an asset, um, it was like, yeah, I'll do it, but you have to show me yeah. that your podcast, you've been doing it for a year and you're not going to just give up because my time's about, I, I can't remember who I heard that from, but I was like, that's such a, a great way of it thinking. Was, Tate. Yeah. was it Tate? It was Tate, yeah. Was it really? Yeah, so th- he does come up with some pretty fucking good He does. Thanks. Yeah, because he he's like, yeah, I'll help you out, but like, you have show, to, show you me can't be the second yeah. episode, yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, I'll whatever. go on any fucking podcast, but you show me a body of work yeah. to yeah. show me that. Was that Tate? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Release him. Release him. Release him. Yeah. So, um, but that's like, it's, yeah, it's funny because things like stand up comedy, things like podcasting, being an artist, yeah. being an athlete, all those, because they're, they're very different. They're all things that are, there's like no instant gratification. Oh, yeah. It's just fucking grind We're, for years po- and years and years. Our podcast is. Probably a good example yeah. of that. Yeah. It was and, like started. And anyone's who's successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, listen to. <laughs> I think some people can be uh, piggybacked into a bit of success. Big like time. a famous person, for example, starting their own podcast mm. might get an initial mm. listenership. Or like um, you look at, for example, Inspired Unemployed, who have worked really hard at their skits and they're built a following themselves. Mm. They come out their podcast bang straight away, second best, second biggest podcast in Australia mm. ever since. Yeah. So you can you can be snowballed into a yeah. Um, yeah. into a uh, who are you going to say? But the thing is, even with them. They spent the time building that, a brand. Exactly. Yes. Yes. They said the yes. same thing. In building the brand, you get no, you get no reward. No until reward. Like, so regardless where, like people have got to put that time in. And mm-hmm. even if you're a, you know, a star athlete and you do a podcast, you, if yes. you're good at it, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to go quicker. But you've put all that work in to become a star a athlete. Star yeah. athlete, you know correct. I mean? become, yeah. So wherever, whatever path, it's called, there's no instant gratification. Yeah. It can be a bit of a quicker way if, or if you know, you're well financed and you've got, you got, you know, you got a... Um, good marketing good, team. Yeah, good marketing team. Producing. Yes, you can accelerate it. You can, put, yeah. you can dump more money into it and things like that. Mm-hmm. But in the end, yeah. it doesn't matter. Even like a guy I really like listening to at the moment, Chris Williamson. So no, he's, he's, he's an English guy. He's got, I mean, he's been doing, he had a, a graph, I think he did his fifth year. So he's probably got, you yeah. know, seven, 700 uh, subscribers. Yeah. So he's got some really good content around, uh, a highly intelligent guy. He was on Rogan and that as well. Like around um, like masculinity and what's happening in the market and things like that, and, yeah. he's, and he's very like he's very measured. He doesn't really trigger too many people. Yeah. So, and he's really making a lot of inroads the last six months. Like the guests, like Jordan Peterson, yeah, 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 Rogan, and these guys. So he and he had a graph of like his uh, subscribers for the first three years. It was like fuck all. Yeah, it was just like a flat line. Yeah, and then you hit this tipping point. Yeah, and then once you hit the tipping point, then then exponentially, if you're doing yeah. the right things and get the right people, and you're reinvesting into your skill set and production and things yeah. like that, you're going to get that tipping point. But you're not things like a podcast. Most people, nothing's going to happen for three years. Yeah, 
Minimum. Yeah. That's it. If you're talented, maybe year four, year five, then you start and people thinking they're going to like make money on a podcast. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to make money on a podcast. No. How little people make money on it? Like yeah. make more than like, I you know, or, or like a YouTube channel or things like that. It's so hard. Like you can do it, but you have to be like yeah, in for the long haul. Yeah. You got to be in for long, and you got to have a very strong why that gets you into it. Yeah. We just, if you're doing it because oh, I want to be interesting. Oh, that's what I've had. I only started mine in December. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and even now people go, go, they go, oh, I really want to do a podcast. And you go, like, no, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they've got no idea what's involved. Not to say they can't do it, but like yeah. per episode, I'm not sure how much prep and everything like that you guys do for this. But I've figured out like, you know, obviously just for example, we've done, a, I think I've done fifth, fifth episodes. So we're going to do like two a week. Mm-hmm. So we're general. So even like prepping for, for prepping for someone and most of the people I've had some relationship with. So that's a couple hours. Yeah. People got no relationship with that could be anywhere probably five six hours. Yeah. yeah, prep to make sure you're ready for the person. Then you do the filming and then get there before set up 30, 60 minutes. Do your podcast ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finish up. Boom. You see like the amount of time already. And then my I've got a team. There's my uh, videography. There's my edits. Mm-hmm. And then with time we'll have back end optimization person. Yeah. So you got a whole whole team there. It's and like then you're like, doing better then, than us, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I'll do coaching people. Yeah. <laughs> But like, and even then, uh, then my editing guys, they look at, it, they do a basic edit. Then I, then I look at it, and I come up with the ideas for the shorts. Yeah. yeah. So I got to watch the whole thing, do it slow, break it down. If it's a ninety-minute podcast, that probably takes two and a half hours. Yeah. You know, to to do that, and then then I send it back off to my team. They come mm-hmm. and edits, and someone else does all the makes it all pretty. It's and all schedules for nothing it. at the moment. Yeah, and it's all for nothing, and it, I can tell you, it fucking costs a lot of money. Like the way that yeah. we're we're running at the moment, but we're doing it in a way that I'm reinvesting a lot. Yeah. For my, I know I'm fortunate. I've got my other my other business that I can mm. like reinvest from that. Which if someone all they did was podcasting, yeah, that's a grind, man. Because well, they, they've got to do so much of that on their own, probably their own editing yeah. and all that sort of stuff, which yeah. adds to the time. We've taken nothing so far. Yeah. We've yeah. invested every Everything. dollar we've yeah. made back yeah. into the podcast. Shout out to the patrons. Yeah. yeah. Because from the beginning. It was what you were talking about. Fucking hours of like yeah. we we didn't do, we didn't prep <laughs> ever. Yeah. Just like today, you rock up, we talk. Like yeah. we're just interested, fucking yeah. guys who don't just know anything learn. about yeah. the subject. Yeah. So that's easier for us in that regard. But like the whole prepping up of a an episode um, for us at the start was fucking immense. Yeah, it's only just slowly gotten to a point where now we can basically rock up, talk, and then it takes me maybe. Three or four hours of a couple of clips and a couple of um, yeah. edits, and then the episode's out there now. But it's taken us a long time just to get yeah. there. Big time. And then we only just discussed, like, why the fuck are we trying to make money out of the podcast? And why are we not just trying to make money? And then it the, affords us time to do the podcast because we fucking love doing the Same. podcast. Yeah. So the podcast, and then eventually it will, it, it becomes a snowball where they both start making money. And exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. But that's where you've got to have such a, like, first and foremost, it's got to be fun. Yeah. And you've got to love, love it. it and be passionate. I'm the same. Like, I've, I've got no intention. I know I've got a plan for what I'm doing with the blokes there, but that's years before yeah. that even happens. The first two years for me is just build community, get great guests on, yeah. build content, um, start to you know, get, you know, get people tuning in and yeah. understanding how to like, improve themselves with different guests, yeah. you know, whether it like, help, help men and even women. women. Women are listening to it as well because the better they understand yeah. this stuff, mm-hmm. they understand their man better. Yeah. But you know, into helping them like, really discovering all the bullshit all the conditioning, yeah. All things we're running from uh, have have you know have different. Some people be experts. Other people might just be like athletes mm-hmm. and just talk about different things. But yeah. some people, you know, we're talking about money. Yeah. So it's like because I mean, how many people, how many blokes do you know? Uh, like they're fit, they're healthy, have great relationships, 
um, financially, shit they're money. great. Um, money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're well connected, great relationship with themselves. Yeah. Uh, they don't numb the fuck out of themselves with distractions and things like that. No well, one. Not, not me. No one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because if you're, you know, generally if you're a highly motivated business guy, you're probably working a shitload of hours. Mm. Yeah. So your relationships are probably going to suffer. Your health probably might suffer. Some guys get their health and their business right, but they've got no time for anything else. That's me. You know what I mean? And that's where it's like really understanding what's driving you, your traumas, and that sort of stuff. Because a lot of your behaviors, Pushing you in different directions, like I mean, you could be overworking because you—that's a—that's a way of you numbing yourself from yeah. dealing. That's with what shit. I do. Yeah. I, I do lots of stuff because then it takes away the loneliness of being by myself. Mm. So yeah. I don't mind being by myself, but I'd also rather be productive because it stimulates me and gives me yeah, yeah, dopamine. Yeah. I'm like, rather than sit at home and do fuck all. Yeah, I'd rather be out hosting a quiz or going to yeah, do stand sure. up. But no, yeah, sure it's um, well. I've I've found that uh, I've just recent, for example. Uh, like that life balance. I've, I've just quit my job again, which is... Uh, which I'll let you talk about. I'm just going to toilet. So for the, the listeners know that I work for West Perth Footy Club um, and they've been a huge <coughs> stepping stone on my journey to becoming like uh, my business growing and, mm. and doing what it does. Um, but it's now gotten to a point where they take... It's too much time and um, it's a substantial chunk of income that I'm losing by getting rid of them. And it's pretty fucking scary because I don't have a plan yeah. at all. But I want to and do you more. Have a family. I want to do yeah, yeah I do, and I want to do more of this. Um, but I was sick of preaching uh, the one to do what you love and you know you know follow your dreams and have life balance and stuff. Mm. But I was also sick of preaching trust your gut, um, trust the universe, and You're not following it, not doing it. Yeah. And the, the universe kept on saying, "Don't fucking worry, I'll look after you." This is the thing that was going on in my head. Mm. It was saying, "Get rid of it." I'll, I'll fucking I'll, I'll, sort I'll sort you. Yeah, I did it yesterday. Mm. I have no idea. I'm fucking. It's scary as all fuck. Mm. Quitting your job, definitely, definitely. Or not quitting my job because it's not my job. It's a client. Getting rid of a client that is my majority of my income mm. with no plan, the safety and the security. But I'm I'm trusting. I'm leaping that I know that this is it. This is what... And so if any listeners are out there who have a small business that want some social media done and some <laughs> content done, hit me up because I will be pinching pennies. But I'd much yeah. rather have a serious crack at this. Yes, a absolutely. serious crack. And you can tell you're clearly passionate about it. So like you'll... Oh, fucking love and, it. Yeah, and you do got to go a couple of steps backwards initially then to start propelling. Well, I'm, I said to a few uh, people who I've chatted to about this and I'm like, oh, mate, I'm more than willing to go fucking work a day a week with me mate laboring if i have to mm-hmm. just to get the base get, get the back like i don't give a fuck what i have to do i'll go work in a coffee shop for one day a week i don't need much money to honestly to because i've still got other clients and other work that comes in and i guarantee now with the f- extra 50 hours a week up my sleeve i'll just go get more clients and go get more work or, or put it into this and, and money through this but no, it's definitely. fucking scary it is it and is. um the logic in you suggests have a plan but the gut in me just jumped. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, it, don't take this as the perfect advice, listeners, but sometimes <laughs> I think you do just have to jump. And it's because I have no parachute. Yeah. There is a huge risk yeah. in this. I have a daughter. I could lose uh, my rental property. I could lose anything. Yeah. So it's scary, but I am that invested and that um, sure of yourself. I'm that sure in yeah. the universe looking yeah. after me. And you, but also you have. <laughs> terms of that advice for people in general like 
you, you've developed some competency in this space that you're going to go into. Yes. As opposed to someone who's like, you know, I fucking hate my job. Yes. Uh, I'm out. But I'm listening. Parachute, at least yeah. you've got, you know what I mean? You've, but you've, I've listened you've, I'm listening to my gut as well. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so yeah, correct. Yeah. If, I, if I was in that case, my gut would be going, you probably should yeah. take an extra few months to do this. Or For you sure. should take an extra yeah, year yeah. or whatever. But my gut has told me, no, you're all fine. Yeah, and the gut will tap you on the shoulder. It might, it might go... Go in this direction. Start the process of going this direction. Mm. And I'm even going through that the last six months myself. Yeah. I mean, I've got a you know successful chiropractor, and um, yeah, we've got ten staff, and you know that does well. And the thing is, most people probably go, "Well, why don't you just do that? Yeah. Have more, have more free time. Mm. You know. And whereas like, I'm going through like a transition phase myself. I'm like, I've done a lot of work on myself uh, through coaching the last probably year and a bit, mm-hmm. year and a quarter, year and a half. And through understanding that, I'm like, no, no, I've got a bigger purpose than, I still enjoy you know, being a chiropractor, but I'm not looking to just be all about that. I reckon That's I've just manifested you into saying that because when I was in the toilet, I was going to ask you, <laughs> what has triggered your movement from Cairo? Is it being I with people? Yeah, <laughs> legit. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been being with people and seeing the help or is it what you just said where it's like you've helped yourself, you know, like, oh, I can I figure Big out. Time. Yeah. yeah, what's that? I've always, Look, I've always, I think I've wanted to do stuff in the in terms of the bigger scale, like helping men and things like that, but I, I hadn't done the work on myself to be able to be in that position. Mm. And it's a constant work in progress. And I did so many things well, but I mean, I was, you know, heavily like just numbing myself with work and stimulants and you go out and you party and different things and you think, oh, that's just to blow steam off. Yeah. And you tell yourself bullshit like that. And it's like, no, you're actually not dealing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I thought I was well rounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, but look, and, and, you know, and you've got to start that journey if and you get to a point you're just like, you know, and then you, you know, I started that journey with uh, my friend who's my co-host on the bloke side. I mean, he, he's been the biggest help I've ever had. And I've done, you know, fucking courses of personal development, God, but this is like the real the real personal development, really sorting out your own shit. How but dare you call it the bloke's lab? That is so misogynistic. <laughs> I, know, I can't I believe know, you wouldn't I talk know. about women. <laughs> well, we got lots of women listening from people with male genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sperm producing, Sperm I think. Producing. Is, I yeah. Or non-egg producing. You've moved into that. It's, it's yeah, yeah. So, and, I, and I felt like I had to go through that process myself to be like that. And just, it, it's funny, I went to, because I only probably got heavily into the content creation space as a as a car, probably since oh, I went to Europe in June mm-hmm. last year, so probably we've been doing a lot of content, personal branding stuff for what's that, yeah, seven months or thing, yeah. and that's going that's going really well and yeah, providing a good platform. I've noticed it, yeah. yeah. So at least, uh, and we've predominantly targeted TikTok as the means of building the brand as opposed to Instagram, uh, and that's you know gone from no one to essentially almost two hundred fifty thousand. That's brilliant. Uh, wow. Followers in six months, and it's at the rate now. I mean, hopefully by. August, it'll probably hit a million, I think. Is August, that because it's quite a niche? Or, or, no, yeah, yeah, it's a it's niche. niche. Yeah, it's yeah, niche. It's a niche. So, yeah. And then you get the, the 250,000 who want to see Cairo yeah, stuff, yeah. neck and, cracks. And, and it's funny, most of them, like, I don't know why, but I've got heavy uh, viewership in South Africa. Yeah, I don't okay. know why, like, uh, like 13% in Saudi Arabia. Only like probably 6% Australia. I wonder so it's if it's international. It's not a strategy I've done to you know, get more clients. I mean, I've been busy enough. I'm looking to scale back, if anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's a personal branding exercise to build your brand yeah. so that you can go into like the bloke's lab and, you know, like yeah. we were talking about before, and then uh, actually have a platform already mm. that you can sort of bypass that process and get into. Do they have chiropractic in South Africa? In South they do. Yeah. yeah, they got a school down there. But 
you think they wouldn't the way they carry on. But um, yeah, so it's just, I mean, and that's been like doing the content side of things. I love it. Yeah. Like for me, it's great. It's just different. You do, it's different setting, different, you know, you, you got the Melay mm. videographer before, like you do it like with, he's a good friend of mine. So you're doing it with, with a mate. It's yeah. different. I have a very like creative side to me that I don't just, you know, I'm not just highly analytical with clinical stuff and that's it, which a lot of practitioners are. They're just all about the clinical. Mm. I am about the clinical and being and being competent and getting results, but then I like doing things differently and the creative aspect's a real good platform for that. Yeah. Um, but I've just had, yeah, same thing from the work I've done myself, the universe, different amount. I've done a fair bit of travelling around the world last seven months. I just keep having this. It's like you're meant to be creating content yeah. and then you're supposed to be like helping, helping men because yeah. you've got a story. Like you've been through some shit, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? And you've got a story and you've seen how much it's helped yeah. you. And um, and you see so many other guys in the exact, like where you were. Yeah. And we were all, well, obviously, it's not like a fucking healed or anything, like a long way to go. Yeah. But yeah. like, um, it's just like, it's a constant work in progress. But I feel we can do it in a way that, I mean, the brand will be a very masculine way that guys, it won't be all airy-fairy and guys will go, oh, fuck that, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Guys will be able to connect. A certain yeah. demographic of guys, not everyone yeah. will be able to connect with it. And having uh, my co-host, which he's essentially like a, a men's and women's sort of coach, and he's done ex- like very good with spirituality and understanding how to like work through work through your stuff and different. And he's and he's really good, and yeah. he helped me, and he's he's amazing. So having him who pr- provides that sort of aspect to me with my sort of skill sets as well, and doing it with a friend as well, like yeah, you know, like what mm. you, all yeah. you boys get to do is amazing, and sharing mm. the uh, journey together. Yeah. Um, but for me, there's way more fulfillment. In my vision, I've got a big vision with what I want to do with that, mm-hmm. and I, I know I'm going to have a bigger impact with that. Yeah. Then, not to minimize it, I mean, I do. I believe in chiropractic, but yeah. it's like chiropractic. Like for me, is like the gym. Yeah. It works. You do it. Yeah. If you don't do it, it's up to you. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. it just works. So yeah. Like, yeah. If it's done like with how I find, but it's I don't want to like be convincing everyone every single day to be getting yeah. adjusted and things like that. For me, it's like oh, I still want to keep the hands busy, probably dial back a bit, but um. Yeah, I want to get into more of that real and and going into more of the blokes lab. You're going to like a way bigger space, yeah, of, of personal growth. Yeah, whereas you're quite limited as like a health practitioner or anything. You can only any be sort of, yeah, you, you've got certain certain level of skill sets. You can always fine tune and get better. Yeah. But in terms of like you know the blokes lab, that's going to have you know stuff about physical, mental, spiritual, financial. Yeah, yeah and you're going to have to prepare for guests and then like and you get smart people in, in what you learn from them and you yeah. just grow and develop so much more. Yep. And um and through that exercise, like you know, you have way more impact and way more reach, we're which I can't get <laughs> as a chiro. Yeah. yeah, we're going to timestamp that right there, and then in a year, two, three years time. Yeah can see when bloke labs pumping yeah and yeah. you're gonna be yeah. like i told you it's early it's <laughs> early. <laughs> I told you it's early but you know how you say like when you when you know mm. yeah when you know you know and you're yeah. like this is the right path this is what i gotta do yeah, yeah, yeah. and same thing you have i'm not sure if you went you guys went through the same thing you have family and friends going what the fuck are you doing yeah like, you know, they're like you got a good business every yeah. what are you doing like what like yeah. why are you doing this bullshit content like yeah. you know you're on fucking tiktok you're fucking <laughs> you're, you're middle-aged what the fuck <laughs> are you doing on tiktok yeah. getting yeah. fucking roasted yeah. by 12 year olds <laughs> <laughs> you guys on tiktok yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. they're fucking savages yeah, yeah. Like, t- tiktok's another level of, yeah, yeah yeah of savagery TikTok. and you got to be so thick-skinned you just learn well, i actually quite enjoy it i'd it's, if yeah. someone could rip rip me well on it i love it yeah, yeah. people yeah. people, people are I, so I, yeah you hear this, there's the same negative shit that like 
people got to learn to get a bit more creative with. But when you get like a good creative one, you're like, fuck, I'll yeah, give that's that. good. <laughs> come back. It's fun. I like uh, engaging with the trolls, but <clears throat> I like it's it's fucking frustrating because I feel sad for people, man. Yeah, because it's not real life. No, and I'm just saying shit because it's gonna wind them up <laughs> and then more comments is just more build traction that, like, <laughs> build, build, build that algorithm because yeah. if we have a clip about being like what was our clip about um, blokes um, needing a better role model yeah and then, some, then all Andrew these Tate, yeah. all the ladies come on and, uh, and make it about them and about women I mean it's like you've seen a clip it's not the whole thing yeah. and we'll say that and then they're like fucking women this women that and then attack the guest for who it was and I just go Hey, calm down, mate. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, fuck off. In, in what world is is someone looking to get better a bad thing? Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where they're not so harming you. Know, like, so you know. in that situation, they've taken it as a, trying to suggest that men need a better role model and, and we need to stop demonising men as a like, oh, well, that means we need to bring down women. No. That no, was, no, no. Exactly. Had nothing, that was nothing to do with the fucking conversation. The yeah, conversation yeah. was we need to set a better role more uh, example for young men stop demonizing them for wanting to be men and like and when i say men i mean the masculine sort of traits that we have healthy healthy expression yeah, of the masculine. yeah. because yeah. there's very there's it's, it's a beautiful thing the differences between masculine and feminine and they mm. both contribute mm. to a really good uh, mix and, and balance but yeah for us to suggest one thing doesn't necessarily mean we're bringing no, down the other no. and that's why at my number one comment was just um, because we're trying to bring up women in society and make them an equal contributor, or, or sorry, equal in all other ways, doesn't mean yeah. we have to bring down men to, to no. raise them up. No, no. And that, it's is, like ra- raise yourself as opposed to try and bring someone down to your to where you're at. And yeah. then the thing that you're happy, you know what I mean? Like just the fact that if more men work through their shit mm, and yeah. get better, it's better for, for women. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Guys who get suppressed and they're people pleasers, these are the guys that will fucking do. Things to women, yeah. yeah, and they're weak men. They're not like guys who actually own their shit, you know, have healthy boundaries, you know, yeah. work through their problems, can communicate, express their emotions properly, and process. Actually, be a good partner, be a good protector and provider, and and that's the thing, like protector provider, like it's it's part of a lot of. It's not to say that women can't look after themselves. Yeah, of course they can. Course but like, not, yeah. but as a guy, like your fundamental for yeah. yourself mm. is, is to be able to be that dude that can protect and can provide. Mm. Yeah. If a woman wants to work or she doesn't or whatever, that's, you know, individually everyone's wired differently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to try and develop yourself as that person has got nothing to even do with, with women. Yeah. So it's about trying to develop like a better version of men with better, better role models and, mm. um, yeah, and a healthy expression of the masculine as opposed to a toxic... Yeah, because yeah. I, I like to try. And sorry, Delia. No, you're okay. Because I, I like to try and, uh, I guess, hold both sort of aspects of like a masculine and feminine traits. I love the the we're a both we're a mixture of both. Yeah, yeah. I like okay. to have the empathetic, the emotional connection to certain things, which is probably going away from what like an Andrew Tate would suggest. Yeah, but then, time. but I, I also, um, on the other hand, really, I guess, um, I like what he says about the masculine thing. I want to mm. be able to if someone came at my daughter. I want to be able to fucking destroy that bloke. Like, like yeah. if I had to, like, I would go to a fucking dark, dark place if something was to ever threaten my daughter. And um, I think you need that aspect of life Big as time. well. Yeah. But d- yeah, I like to hold both tra- uh, traits, and I doesn't don't the think thing there's anything is, wrong with that. Life's not fair as well, so you can't be living in this ideal society that mm. you want us to be in. You need to be prepared for everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, even you saying that Andrew Tate 
um, probably doesn't do that. In his long form, he does say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's correct. Especially correct. post yeah. cancellation. Yeah, because since he got cancelled and then after, he's 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 removed a lot of the real inflammatory shit that got him. He was saying it to get up yeah, there. Yeah, it's of course, very, of course. very. Yeah. I fucking hated him when I first. Yeah. I was like, this guy is a fucking flog. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I can't believe this dickhead, man. <laughs> and he got me. that guy is he a got dickhead. Me. <laughs> yeah. like, he got me, man. But. When you actually listen to long form, long, long form, and Cam McLaren hates me saying this, but I'm like, I reckon he has a lot of valuable points and, mm. and ideas. Look, he, and he comes from a place of like, I think 80% of what he says is, you know, you know, be a better man. Mm. Like, you know, build yourself up, mm-hmm. surround yourself with loyal yeah. guys, not pieces of shit. And stuff. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Guys that aren't, you know, motivated, you know, Energy suckers. get fit, you know, focus on these things. But obviously he holds a lot of... Uh, Materialistic, materialistic. That's the stuff that's the bullshit. Yeah. Um, but also, he holds. You can tell he holds, which I can see where a guy's amassed a lot of wealth. Yeah. You can tell he's got a massive fear of, you know, being vulnerable with a woman, then mm. coming in and potentially losing it. Yeah. yeah. And you know that he just he he's so in his own head about like chess and you know his dad's like a yeah. chess grandmaster. And so like it's all about like calculating and plays, which you sort of understand. Like he just doesn't want to get fucked. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's playing that game of. You know, distancing himself as well, and that's how he is. But I mean, then he's le- he'll. I mean, he's he's got kids as well, right? I think oh, he yes. does. He's yeah, got kids. Yeah, and his brother's got kids. Which yeah. You never, you never know. So he's ready yeah. Yeah. Um But you know, look, there's definitely leaving something on the table that, like, he won't be. He won't be vulnerable yeah. or, or open himself up. He he'll close that option just to not potentially get. Yeah. Well, you know, at least publicly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. From what exactly we say, because right. yeah, he's yeah. a he, he. There's definitely that external gratification sort of side of him that you can yeah. see where he needs the good things and he needs. Well, I, I'd, I'd be I'd be interested to know, and I and again, you're going off short form clips, mm. but I'd be interested to know: Would he be okay having fuck all money, getting by, but with a fucking strong mindset, and just sitting? Uh, on a fucking, well, I think they almost a, come hand a in beach, hand. Having fun with his daughter, I think they come hand in hand because he spoke about that. He goes, once you get a certain amount of money, you can't do much more. No, correct. Yeah, you know, and he's talked yeah. about that. He's like, I, I've, I've got the amount of money. He's like, now I have to find why I'm doing this or like what I mm. find valuable. Mm. So, but I think it comes hand in hand. If you have a strong mindset and you're a well-rounded person, you're going to succeed in whatever you do. If you wanted to go sit on a beach and and, and that's, then that's what you yeah. that is it yeah, yeah. But, but, for, but for most highly driven people sitting on a beach would just and so this is crazy. driving crazy yeah. Yeah. This I mean is, that, this that's is, hell for them this is know? my battle at the moment because I have this fucking drive to succeed drive to be as best a version as I can of myself and and for my daughter and for mm. fucking the podcast and mm. my business mm. but I I also have this I'm very happy to go sit on a beach every single morning meditate. Chill, relax. But that, I Porque guess, no los dos. Porque no los dos. But I have turned it into part of my routine. I feel like it's like I'm still achieving something by doing it. I've turned relaxing on the beaches. Hey, I've set this aside as my half an hour yeah. down the beach. So yeah. potentially maybe I wouldn't be fine just going and chilling on a beach. Yeah. And look, I think you're doing it. And everyone's – that's the thing that's so important why doing like the inner work on yourself because everyone's got a different mm. authentic – you know, um, understanding really what they're about. Mm. And some people have got like a big battery, like I've got quite a big battery. And if I put my mindset onto someone else, mm. cook them. Yeah. Like, you know, and other people got bigger batteries than me. And, other pe- and there's different understanding what's important to you. But that's why it's so important to un- get rid of all the bullshit. Because often if you get societal bullshit, bullshit from your parents, uh, all this sort of stuff that we have conditioned into us, you don't actually know, you don't even know what you're about until you start shedding yeah. the layers. And then, uh, and everyone is different. And there is no, that's why, you know, listening to, 
people online can be dangerous because like that could work for them. Mm. Then if you follow their blueprint, you're unhappy. Yeah. Because you're not about, like they might not be about that life. I think that's why the journey, the self journey is so important to understand what you're about. Yeah. And then start trialing different things and, and then, you know, and making sure, you know, and for some people they might only want to, want to work four hours a day. Yeah. yeah. Or work for, for a month and do nothing for a month. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's them. Like me, I, I couldn't do that. I mean, I couldn't retire and do nothing. Mm. Yeah. Like I have, I, for me, like I'd have no, if I've got no contribution, Mm. I'd only be able to do it if every one of my mates that was close to me did it Yeah. so then that way each day we're waking up without the financial stress and we can go out and do whatever we want Yeah. but you'd still do something wouldn't you yeah Yeah, but but retiring doesn't mean you don't do anything no of course not like if I was wicked at golf and we all had the money just to go play golf each day what a great lifestyle or if one day we want to go help out people in the community we can go do that without having to think fuck I've got to go do this so I can make the money to pay my bills Mm. but it'd be hard to just play golf every day Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) it'd be hard to play golf (laughs) at any time (laughs) (laughs) there's so little like it's all I think when everything back to the Tate stuff like when everything's all about self and acquiring and stuff like that it's very unfulfilling Mm. I think that's why I think if he had a I mean like you said we don't know what the fuck he's really about yeah he's got his character which is very well carefully um Cultivated, yeah. yeah, but like um, someone who has amassed a lot of wealth, but con- contribution is a big thing for them. Yeah, they can be happy. Yeah, you know, and they might try and keep you know acquiring more wealth because they know well, if you know, I keep acquiring wealth, I can help more keep, people. Yeah, help more, more people. Yeah, and uh, understanding but not everyone's like that. But well, understanding that everyone's growing and changing, and and, and we, you said it before, like you you think you've healed, and then yeah. you you haven't. Like no. oh, the biggest slap in the face to me the other day was the epiphany that I'd realised. I've been saying recently, I'm healed. I feel so much better. Yeah, nah. And then realising, I was saying that last year when I was yeah, clearly yeah. in a dark spot. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what the fuck am I going to say in another year? Yeah. Am I going to go backwards? Am I going to yeah. go up? So I'm not, no one's healed. You're always lo- learning, growing. Constant process. Yes. Yeah. And so, as soon as you think you got it, yeah, yeah. something's going to get fucking thrown your way. They'll let you know you uh, got it. Yeah. I think that's why you end up, <clears throat> the end up uh, result always has to be becoming... Um, uh, intrinsically is that the word intrinsically, yeah, intrinsically happy motivated. and just being yeah. um, being happy with fuck all and then everything else is sort of a bonus yeah. you know? just be happy with the journey you're on yes yeah. exactly you know what I mean um, whether it's with not much or something else but just being yeah being present with yourself continually which is difficult with yourself being present so very difficult so difficult very difficult because you're constantly you're constantly thinking about what's coming like, oh, this is going to be so good when this happens or, yeah, yeah. Um, or fuck, I learned from that yesterday to do this or blah, mm. blah, blah, instead of just going with what's in front of us, like our conversation now. Or, or Sorry, what are we people, talking about? Yeah, or the people listening uh, right now, are they zoning out listening? Are they, are they watching? Uh, are they working? What, what's happening? Being present is fucking super difficult and that's why these little moments every morning where I, I only put aside 10 to 15 minutes where I can meditate, yeah. but it's 10 to 15 minutes of at least trying to be present. Mm. And, and of that 10 to 15 minutes of meditation, I might get six to seven of those minutes I was actually present. Yeah. My mind has wandered and I brought myself back. Mm. But well, even when you say that, like maybe that's being present with yourself. Yes. I, I do my presence by this podcast. Like this is where I'm present because I'm, I'm paying attention to two, mm. two blokes Within having a, a chat mm. where I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm formulating my responses to what you're saying rather than sitting here going, I have to say this. Yes, you are. Listen. You are very good at responding yeah. and not listening to respond. Yeah. You very rarely have a, a pre, like, you've just said something and you're waiting for you to finish so you can say so, it anyway. Yeah, you yeah. respond to yeah. exactly What's what they say. So you're very yeah. good at that. Well, that's, a, that's a skill that I've focused on doing mm. as well. 
Because early a, on, I was like, oh, I've got to. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's definitely a flaw of mine. Mm. I just did it then. I wanted to say it's a flaw of mine. And it was yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to interrupt. Like, it is a flaw of mine to go, that's what I was going to say because that part of what you said has triggered mm. me and I won't listen to the last six to seven seconds of it's what you so said. Hard. It's very hard to just be. Just waiting for your turn to speak. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. the toughest so just, part. just like, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I've got a chance to speak. Because if yeah. you think you've got a, a nugget of value, yeah. Something you mm. say, you, oh my god, oh my god, that reminds me of this valuable thing that I can share. But then I've got to wait for that sentence to finish, rather than just going, forget about that, mm. just talk and see where that goes and bringing it up. Yeah. Even me trying to do it right then was <laughs> super difficult. This is super meta now. Just I just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to say, even me trying to do that right then, whilst you were finishing, <laughs> I was like, I'll let him finish. Yeah, it's very, it's super difficult, and yeah. that's why. It, don't try to be present all the time because it's near impossible. There's so many factors that we're trying to we're trying to stay alive. We're trying to not walk in front of mm. a fucking car as it crosses the road. There's so many things we're trying to assess at the same time. But uh, if you can just put aside a few little moments of the day where you can be present and mm. silent and and still, mm. it's gonna help. Yeah, they're massively. Gonna be, they're gonna be practices that you know, like that. They'll build your ability to be present as well. Yeah, yeah, and the, and that or you'll have your moments where, and I think it's not being judgmental whether you sit down for twenty minutes and you're like, "Fuck, I was only present for two. The fact that at least you sat down, and mm. you just keep. It's a skill and a muscle yeah. you keep working on, and the better that you get at that, you'll be more present in th- other aspects. Do you think it's thought watching? Sorry, so watching your own thoughts, and so that's a practice that yeah. I, I learned. Was like watching your your thoughts and why you're thinking that. Why is that your reaction? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you become a bit more acutely aware of what you're doing and how to. So if it's an argument, for example, with my um, ex-wife, I would use it in a practice like, "Oh, I'm I'm having an argument for no reason, or this argument has gone in this direction uh, for no reason. Bring mm-hmm. it back, calm yeah, down." Correct, yeah. And so you were, I was able to acknowledge that instead of going off my emotion and what I was going through there. And that's a huge um, advantage of learning how to watch your thoughts and why you're reacting and why you're doing this. Mm. Um, And I've found it's also been very helpful in becoming present Mm. and being to when you can watch your thoughts and while you're thinking, you can also watch everything that's going on. It's a a practice that you have to do continuously and over and over and over, but it becomes a little more... I think the sad thing is a lot of men don't um, have any sort of training role model or Tools, example yeah. to move out of emotional response and i see this well when i was a teacher for 10 years you see teenagers do it mm-hmm. but then you see full-grown adults men and women but um where they don't actually realize they're just responding from that frontal lobe emotion fired up and not having that intelligence to be able to step back but how can you expect somebody to do that if they've never been taught how to do it? Mm. It's like, here's a footy, kick it. If you've never been shown how to kick a fucking footy, you're not going to be able to. Is mm. this, you know? Is this like this, so if you, with regards to like what you're going on with the... the um, well, if you don't have the skill, taught, if, yeah. someone's, if you're in a fight with someone and yes. you're just like, no, fuck you, I'm right, and you can't go, hang on, what yeah. am I screaming about? Yeah. If you've never been shown or given that as an example or had, like, when, when we would fight, mum would sit down, why yeah, are you yeah, feeling yeah. that way? Talk to me about your feeling, da, da, da. and that's one of the biggest um, feedback we get on this podcast is they say we're vulnerable, but I think it's just that we've been taught how to share our thoughts oh. and be raw. Yes. And we've had, a, a the, like, it's shown to us. Well, I think we've learned. Mm. I don't know if we were showed. 
For me, it was shown. My mum was mom? massive mm, on it. Okay. Always more. talking about why were we doing that? Why did you think that? Why did you say that? When you said this, this is how it made me feel. When you're feeling angry, instead of going... So I very, very rarely ever will attack someone, scream at somebody. No, you're very but that's because that. I'm just like, what's the point? Like, I'll pull yeah. it back. Except for recently where I've fucking but just... The, but you were drunk, I think, from memory when yeah. you did that. So that's an altered state. But <laughs> yeah. but regardless... But that was very deep trauma for me. Yeah. So, But regardless, does that? do you think that's because... And fuck, we're never going to solve this three blokes talking on a podcast. But, but it like might the, help. The education system, they teach you what to think, not how to think. And so yeah. I think potentially they could work on well, there are changing that. Is that is, is that uh, leading into very, it? I feel it's very intentional the way everything's done, yeah. orchestrated. Yeah. yeah, it's very Society. intentional so to move like, into yeah, a way, job. Yeah, yeah, everyone's conditioned from school. It's very intentional yeah. the way they want to condition people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we need society to work. So yeah, people yeah, need and, jobs. and the work in the model that they want to run it. Yeah, as well. Yes. but we do. There is lots and lots of work on emotion and kids. Like there are lots of programs in school. It's mm. just like. Oh, this term, we're going to do emotions yeah. in year eight, and then never again. And even then, you look at okay, what are you, what are you exactly doing for it? Yeah. If you looked at the process of what they're doing for it, you go really. So, what are what, they learning what? about emotions in in year eight, for example? So you would they how to regulate? Yeah, regulate why you think of these thoughts. What's going to happen if you respond? All the basic shit. All the basic shit. Okay. But I mean, that's better than... That's, it's better than that's nothing. definitely better than I thought was going on in schools because we yeah. didn't get that when we were in high school. And yeah. that, but no, there's lots and, and but, lots of... But in general, just broadly in general, the teaching pe- the, our kids and the future generations how to think. Well, it's because be you te- the teachers... Yeah, you, 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 you've said this before, the understaff, the under-resourced... Well, yeah, and also they're a product of what they've learned. Like course, a chiropractor going to uni, not every chiropractor is the same. Not every teacher right. is the same. Not every yeah. teacher knows how to deal with teenage kids and their emotion. Yeah. And if a kid's telling you, fuck you, sir, I'm not fucking doing it, instead of going, no, that's it, you won't speak to me like that, instead of going, yeah. all right, mate, no dramas, let, you know, come back, we'll do it later. Mm. Not everyone's like that. So is that something so, that – and fuck, it comes down to money, resources, teaching, education, but is that something that teachers could be – It will never you know, change. Yeah, it won't change. And, and you've got to take responsibility for yourself. That's and right. That's like everything. Like even in anything, you're going to get taught a base level of base, base, basic level of competency and those sort of skills, you've got to acquire them outside of your you know, teaching or maybe yeah. in Cairo or whatever it is. Like, you know, and you have to learn those you – know, you might learn them for your parents yep. and they might um, have, have equipped you for that often a lot of us in like Western cultures, our parents yeah. haven't equipped us in as well as other, other ethnicities. So in terms of being able to process emotions and, and you know, connect. Um, but also like a big part of it as well is like a lot of, um, you, you mean, you've got to prime your body to be able to you know, through meditation, through getting good sleep, all these sort of things to make you like your stress response in your amygdala, which is like basically when shit goes crazy, that's, yeah. what, get, that's what goes nuts. Like, um, prime yourself for, to calm that down, but then is having the strategies to be able to process things. Yeah. But then even then, they're all above the mm. above the neck. That's not getting in the body. Yeah. So when that fucking real trauma comes out, sometimes that they could be like just lower your threshold to it. But when the threshold gets hit, you're done. Yeah. And that's why I like just going to a psychologist and just talking. I mean that these sorts um, tactics can help. But that's where it's very important. And I found a lot of benefit with um, you know going to an actual coach that's more. They go more inward in the body, whether it's doing breath work and working through things or somatic therapy or, you know, some people are doing plant medicine, which is yeah. actually very beneficial with the right 
guidance and things like that. So yeah, under the right get, supervision. Yeah, yeah. So you can actually get in your body and actually start to work through. And that's where a lot of the real shit starts coming up. Because um, what is it? You hold trauma in your body. Hey? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hold it in the trauma. And, and then it manifests it, into yeah, real manifests life, physical symptoms ailments. Yeah. And, all, and all sorts of things. And the more like, you know, if you have someone that's like a, a people pleaser and people think, oh, he's nice, he's nice bloke. But fuck it, we all know like someone who's heavily people pleaser, they've been very conditioned and they're, they're holding like a lot of resentment and they're very angry on the inside. Yeah. And if they just keep holding holding that in, that's just going to manifest in all sorts of different ways. Oh, so, so being able to... you bite your tongue and you don't say yeah, what you and want that's to say. And, and now these days are telling men to you know, shut the fuck up. If you're, especially if you're a white male, it's not a good time to be a white male. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the 1950s would have been good for us, but not the now. Pre- the previous yeah, 62,000 yeah. years. <laughs> and, and realistically, oh. it's like, um, you know, a lot of things, um, you know, it's just, it's... It's just like a lot of us, particularly like Western, like white males, it's, it's like, you're the problem. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're the problem. And if we're sitting here and we're at an age that we've like, we've been able to develop some skill sets and that, that we don't get as affected. But imagine like these young guys coming through. Yeah. Mm. They're going to think, how the fuck do I act? Yeah. And they're going to hold so much mm. um, and, and emotions and everything in their body that they don't know how to process. And how's that going to come out? Well, they come mm. out as trans. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and a massive, and all that massive sort of stuff. confusion. Yeah. Well, being held accountable for poor actions by young men is obviously, that's fine. That's completely fine. But obviously being demonized for, you know, <laughs> just being a man. For being yeah. a man, yeah. that's the issue. Because, yeah. like, if you're a fucking man who's been raised in a poor way with poor role models um, and you end up fucking being violent or you be oh, narcissist. You know what you'll get from this? What? Stop making excuses. <laughs> if you, if, yeah, yeah, exactly. But so you're not even allowed to. But if you're a, a black guy, a fucking red or a purple person that's been brought up in the same way as anybody that's had a traumatic upbringing, you're going to react in almost the same way mm. like it doesn't mm. matter that you're a white male it, it matters on the ex, the circumstances that you've come up in. Mm. Of and teaching to see and we talked we've spoken about identity before but teaching them to see past race religion of course gender yeah, yeah. and all that and yeah. see them for the character the content of their yeah. character is that that's the most important thing if you're a cunt you're a cunt exactly if you're a good right. person you're a good person exactly right exactly so right. if if you're a like if you're transgender, if you're fucking um, black, white, I don't care. If you're a good person to me, I'm going to be a good person to you. And mm. I've said it before, even if you're not a good person to me, I'm probably going to be a good person to you back because it doesn't change the person I am. Yeah, exactly right. But, um, yeah, I think sometimes uh, it's it's important to understand differences in races, in ideologies and um, and, and genders. It's important to understand them, but to, to make that the whole assessment of what you think that person is, that is a slope that's getting very slippery yeah. at the moment. It's, it's about like just developing empathy and understanding that they might not think the same way you do, but yeah. like just be empathetic that mm. there's like, you know, Men have a lot of men have a way of thinking. A lot of women have different cultures, mm. have a different, and just be empathetic towards, you know, they're different. Just because someone, you know, it's like with COVID, whether it's a you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, or whatever your opinions are, like just be empathetic towards if someone's got a different point of view. It's mm. all right. You don't have to fucking demonize. Yeah, yeah. or you don't have to cancel them. Yeah, or yeah. cancel if you don't. It's like if you don't come to my side. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, as opposed to and that, no, nothing's. I mean, that has come out so much in the last three years. It's it's fucking I can't believe it. Like, it's I, we used to be able to have, have a chat. Yeah, have a chat, differences of opinion, have your, you know, whatever. And then you're all good. Whereas, like, you know, through, particularly through COVID, you, th- you see like, family, relationships, friends actually go. One, yeah. ha- one can't help but feel it's been orchestrated to happen like that. Of course, yeah. Division, divide and conquer is the, the, is the, is the 
tactic that ever has been used for centuries. Mm. You divide if you're fighting amongst yourselves, you can't fight well, back against society. oppression yeah. and, and tyranny. And um, mm. I think COVID's a perfect example of that. Yeah. Like, um, uh, I think it was a dramatic overreaction in certain sort of um, things they implemented, like lockdowns and masks and 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 mandates for, for yeah all that sort of stuff um and if there was just less division and more of a like a uh, a united approach to let's have a civil conversation about mm, this there yeah. would have been i think a big uh pushback against putting people in these certain categories and mm. and just a, a far less abrasive well, <laughs> fucking society I, that I, we've yeah, seen over the last two to three years i think it almost comes down to what we've been speaking speaking about is that any strong masculine presence mm-hmm. has been torn down to not stand up and it's resulted in exactly what we're seeing here. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to be cancelled or discriminated against because you're saying, no, 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 this, yeah. and they've taken away any resistance from any sort of strong yes. masculine... Yeah, and to... And- like to role suggest model, that women, possibly. That, to suggest that a woman can't be a l- strong masculine role model for their mm. kids is that's 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 not. Uh, I'm not saying that because I think they can. Like one of our guests coming up in a few weeks is the strongest woman in the world. Like, and she could bench. My mum on. <laughs> she, she literally could bench press us. Like she's a fucking beast. I would not fuck with her. Yeah. Uh, like uh, to suggest that men are stronger than women physically is now becoming. Like you can't even say that. Yeah, but and broadly speaking, yeah, yeah. You're in a fight, you get you get women who women who train MMA or martial. Yeah, arts I would not fuck like, with some no, people. That, yeah, that, but, I mean, yeah. I've been doing like BJJ for years as well, yeah. and into you know for, for nine years and doing. Um, and I understand like very well the combat world. Yeah, where I'm very heavily involved. But in a trained man will beat a trained woman ninety nine point nine percent. Well, if bone like density to the same, and to like a yeah, similar level. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like um, there's definitely and we broadly got, speaking, yeah, we're not talking speaking, yeah, there's like, outliers here. And yeah. There. If yeah. you get like a guy who trains and he's all right, yeah. and you get yeah. a super talented woman who trains a lot, I mean, she she could beat him. Fuck him up. If you get a guy's just if you get a UFC guy's uh, the UFC. Uh, Lightweight champion versus the the, female, the equivalent female, yeah. mm-hmm. who they're both super talented, they're best of the best, and they're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, you know the guys obviously all yeah. have advantages yeah. uh, in that when it's but not yeah just because a guy's a man doesn't mean he'll, no, he'll beat a woman. A lot no. of women, yes. that I've seen train and that, talent smoke, and speed, smoke, yeah. Yeah. But, smoke. But you get the, t- the toxic femininity where you go, no, a woman will, and they're just as good as a man. <laughs> so it's you like, do get you do you definitely do get that pushback, and for us to suggest this is. Is demonized 100%. Um, yeah. But yeah. then again, like, uh, yeah, again, not what suggesting thought? that, like, I'm sure Serena Williams could have beat fucking 50% Fuck, of the flog fucking, me in tennis. Yeah, well, she'd definitely oh, fuck yeah, me. Yeah, but, like, yeah. she probably could have beaten 50% yeah. of the male pros yeah. as well. But, like, again, outlier. Like, we're talking broadly speaking. And also, that's and a skill based sport. There's yeah. a bit yeah. of power. It's like golf skill, there is a bit of power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as when you have full contact. Mm. That's yeah. when it's. it's fucking well, didn't Nick Kyrgios come out and he versed her and, and made her piss? Who? Yeah, potentially. Nick Kyrgios, did he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm like it was like six six sets to love or something like. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially, but yeah. like you, do, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, like uh, athletes that were? Oh, are we gonna? Over? I just can't believe. Are we allowed to talk about this? That's the scary thing. We're not even allowed to potentially. Like I hate the fact that you got to be like for me such a small percentage of society, which it affects um, it, all that, mm-hmm. all the fucking um, LGBTQ. It's not even LGB. It's just the T. Yeah, it's not lesbians. It's not gay. No, 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 it's no, no, not no, no, bi. No. It's the trans part that is causing 
or being the biggest disruptor, I think, yeah. and at but the it's moment. Not the, but it's not the community, I don't think. It's the people who are... Uh, no, it's not the community. Yeah, it's not the trans people themselves. It's the people who are fighting Ju- or ju- the, the yeah. social justice social warriors. justice warriors. Yeah, they're making or it. the young people that are being influenced by all of the talk now, going, "Oh, actually, I think I am trans." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so disproportionate because we're seeing clusters. It's like being the emo back in the day. Mm. It's coming through, and it's almost like and that an emo doesn't surgically yeah. change themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. That that's the difference. Like there should be an age where. If they do decide to do that, they do that. But yeah, like yeah. they got to get to an age of, um, you know, whatever it is. I feel like it's almost an American problem though, because as a teacher, I I would see maybe in my last ten years, maybe less than ten kids, and probably two to three that were like, you can see, you go, okay, yeah, this is like not somebody that's trying to put it on. They're not like doing anything um, like that, but. To, for in America, it feels like it's a bigger problem than anywhere else in the world. And the fact that we're talking about this small fucking percentage, I just can't understand what, what it is that's, that's driven it. But the problem is they, they set the framework for what happens in the West and everything. Yeah. We, we'll follow. Yeah. England will follow. Um, but for... Will follow. But well, I mean, they'll England leave. just fucking censored rolled Dahl books. They've gone through and taken out the word fat. And ugly. Because it's offensive and ugly. Mm. That's fucking, that's ridiculous. I know but what you're about to say then as well. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you're fat, to you can change country. being fat. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I mean, some things if you're, like, you can't change them, okay, fair enough. Yeah. There's some things like... Um, and I, this fat shaming ug- thing. Ugly can potentially change as well. Yeah. Well, we'll go f- from fat shame. I'm talking about fat shaming in a minute because you're a health expert. But... Um, Guys going to girls. I mean, I just think if there's that many athletes now that are identifying as trans, just make a separate category. Simple. Yeah. I loved loved Jim Jeffries' idea. (laughs) Have you seen his recent special? No. So I just watched his recent special and his idea on how you can shame a bloke for being bald. Yeah. But you have one go at fucking Jada... Think it's Smith, yeah, and you fucking lose your mind. Yeah. And I get it, like you fuck, it's a, it's a disease. Yeah. But the point he was making yeah. was yeah. like, yeah, fuck. They want, there's no least, equality for men. Well, a lot of yeah. people, like, there's a lot of just shaming in general towards men. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you're a short guy, yeah, you get shamed. Little dick, little dick, you get shamed. Yeah, if you can't last more than a few minutes, you get shamed. Yeah. Fuck, you know? there's a few categories <laughs> there. <laughs> so you, that's two or three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, if you if you're not making much money. Yeah. You're a fucking loser. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like women don't get shamed for that. Yeah. Like if a woman lives with her parents at 35, yeah, she doesn't get shamed for it. Yeah, yeah, a guy yeah. will be like, oh, fucking hell, it's a, yeah. it's a sort of his fucking life out. Yeah. The sort of car he drives, he can get yeah. shamed for. You know, all these, there's so much like shame with men. Yeah. That like, and that's what we hold, we all hold on to. And so that's why shame. we compete against women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I do think, I do think that. Because um, no one shames you, then you're brave. <laughs> yeah. You're brave if you go yeah, and yeah, fucking yeah. swim against women. Yeah. I'm starting to feel like it's actually, it's, uh, someone made a point the other day. It's, we're now celebrating uh, the trans uh, uh, community going into the women's sport and then beating them. They, That's dis- it's disgusting. It's, it's like, not on. It's like it's bringing down women again. In, in, yeah. In contact, like whatever, if you're playing fucking baseball or golf or shit, like it, contact sports. Yeah. Men have different bone density yeah. in their hands. Like if you get, you get a guy. Yeah. Hitting, yeah. hitting a woman, 
like it, they'll they'll hit them differently. Yeah, you know what I mean. If they're trained equal, but yeah. then one's got male. Yeah, uh, but even at swimming, male. where you literally muscle out your faster, mm-hmm. it's just fucking. It just is how it is. Sometimes it's an advantage. It's not yeah. everything can be pure equality. Someone had a go at me the other day about the the trans stuff, and like um, I didn't, I don't comment on trans stuff. I have no, no. real opinion. I, yeah, I like, same. I've got. It shouldn't even affect us, man. No, it doesn't. Yeah, like, it doesn't. fuck, you're allowed to be trans. Do what yeah, you want. But or the community did affect me, which you'll hear about on Patreon. Yes, and they're bullies. Yes, they're so fucking bullies, and they call it the alphabet mafia, the yeah. woke social justice warriors. They are not, um, what's the word? Accepting. Yeah, they are. You fucking believe what we believe, or you can fucking will ruin your life. So, yeah. so I, for me, I uh, the the thing that triggered this conversation was someone had a go at me about it f- because of what I said about um, not seeing identity mm. and like teaching my daughter to see the content mm. of their character, which we just spoke about, which I think is vitally important to see them for the person they are, not all their race, religion, yeah. gender, or anything like that. And they brought that up, and uh, uh, they said like, you wouldn't go spend any time with. Uh, these people, you're definitely um, against them and stuff. And I said, well, I've got two people I know in that category that I'm pretty good friends with in the comedy scene. Like, I talk to them every time I see them. Um, I was speaking to Courtney the other day, like, at um, uh, Kyle's gig and just having a beer with her at at the back of the bar the whole time. Like, we get along fucking great. If I was that sort of person, and I'm not using it as like a, oh, you know, I can't hate women, I fucking, my mum is mm. one. But like, it's not like a, I have these sorts of um, in, uh, inbuilt, ingrained ideas that I'm going to avoid people like that. Yeah. I, I, I have no problem with them at all. And then I said, I said, how many do you hang out with? You're, you're having a go at me. And she's like, oh, well, I don't know anyone. Oh, and I was like... And I'm not showing that I'm not. You can't change who you hang out with. You can't mm. meet people on purpose and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm just you're throwing something at me as an insult, and then I throw. Well, it back the at trans you, people I know, fifty percent are fucking dicks, and the other fifty percent are fine. Yeah, you're and right. that's because is that the fifty percent that are men? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> I just, yeah, they're just. It's and it's because of it's who they joke. are. It's a joke. It's a joke. No, and it's because of who they are. You're too deep, Branchy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because of who they are. It's hard and, though. It's a hard like as a person, they're a shit cunt. So the person they are. Yeah. yeah so you're seeing them for the content of their character. Yeah. They're a cunt. But also, they're, cunt. Yeah, they're yeah, that yeah. much of a shit cunt that they instigate bullying and form yeah, groups that want to cancel you and attack you over nothing because they're trying to make it about them. Yeah. And I feel like there's a different category of person. Yeah. Than. But, yeah. Um, what was your thing I wanted to ask? What was your thing that got you, that triggered your moment to go and do? Because for me, like the breathwork thing, I can't see myself doing it. The w- like the Wim Hof breathwork? No, or the like ones the where the guys like do yeah, the breathwork yeah, and then terms. break I've down and that. Been, yeah, uh, I just can't see myself. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's fear or... Have you done it oh, with there's Spirit Ninja? There's a no. Have you done it with Spirit Ninja? No. Nah. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, see, I don't. For me, I've never been because you got so much resistance. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not attracted. I'm not attracted to that, and I don't have a desire to go and do that. Why is that? It's odd I don't know. It's odd because you sure. are a vulnerable, emotional person. Yeah, I so know. It doesn't. It but the thing is, most most guys, we're yeah, it's all we're all we're all hiding to a degree. Yeah, we we, we show part of what we're about, but we still we still know this shit in there, and that's where the resistance comes from. You're like, I don't want to fucking face it. I want to let it you know? out, and and you can be happy happy. With yeah. where you're at, um, but then not, um, yeah, really 
sort of want to show you know the light and the dark within you because we've both got we've got light and darkness maybe the trigger i'm just trying to think out loud the trigger might be like anything that's a deeply personal thing like that i don't like the fact it's filmed and shared do you think it's and for me i'm like don't do you think don't, i know it's for a positive mood but yes if something triggers me about any deeply personal moments there's almost like an in insincerity to it yes yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 and this is what i blow up with with my ex for because she showed me this clip of this this girl and this guy and he's like taking her pain away and she's like crying and he's crying and i'm like yeah that's why are they filming this yes like fuck it's just i'm like fuck, keep that as a thing to yourself yes why are you sharing it feels insincere and fake that yeah. that's being shown to me like that moment i'm all for it for helping but it should be something kept yeah. And I don't know if that triggers me and stops me from wanting to do I think any of that probably, stuff. By the sounds of things, it's because you feel they're, they're full of shit. Mm. And they might be doing it for attention. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it probably, there's some sort of trigger that they're, they're, they're fake. Like a charlatan. They're, they're, yeah, and they're yeah. inauthentic in yeah. terms of... And like, you can get that. And you get guys that do things that they would scope to homeless guys on YouTube. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, here's, here's 50 bucks. Yeah, and yeah, oh, yeah. the tears and that. And then they get, um, you know, and then they have 50 million views. I don't and like then, those and videos make, because yeah. of that. You know, and that's why... I mean, it's like, great that they're helping them, but, yeah, like, you know, yeah. it's for... Cla- it's Virtue for, signaling. Exactly right. And, I mean, I've even myself wanted to do some content around helping, mm. like, far less fortune. And then I've, I've gone, fuck, are you just going to come across like you're a fucking... Yeah. You're doing anything to get, to get attention. I mean... So just do it. Yeah, you just do mm. it. But the thing is, I think you don't need to, you know, if, you, if you're giving people things and doing stuff like that, you can just, you don't have to film at all. Yeah. You know, you might feel, film some of what you're doing or their story because I would like to do some content around, you know, pe- you know people who are, you know, jail, homeless, yeah. things like that because they've got a fucking story. Mm. Yeah. All of them have got a story about what got them there and understanding and trying to, you know, but I mean, if you do do something nice for them, you don't need to film it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah you can still create content around it without. So why do you think they're going to film yours? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, for me, that's almost a barrier, like... Yeah, you want that for you? I have no desire to go, I, I want to go try this to, to sort any issues that I have. And also, I'm a very logical sort of... Do you think... I like to work things out where... Baby steps, though? If you I, slowly worked into I think that? It, I think it's fun yeah. finding, like, for yourself, I was very similar to you, like, a year and a half ago, go, I'm not... <laughs> the stuff I've done the last year and a half, I would have had fucking no chance of yeah, doing that yeah. stuff. But you almost you need to find someone that you you trust yeah. to do it with you, and you're probably going to do it one on one. We just do it with you and them, yeah. and they take you through that process, and they know what the fuck they're doing. You resonate with them, and yeah. that no one else is around. So, like your experience is your experience. Yeah. You know what I mean, as opposed to, uh, and that's how I started my journey because I, yeah. I was the same. I was like, fuck, I want to do this. It's fucking this wild. These people yeah. having these wild outbursts, doing breath work in these groups of. 40 people, I'm yeah. like, I don't want to do that. But I, I did a lot of one-on-one work before I even got to that level. So when I did do some group stuff, I was pretty comfortable yeah. with it. Um, but, yeah, it's just finding, I think, that person that you think, like, for, you, for yourself is, isn't is a charlatan. Like, for you, probably your trigger's probably charlatans. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, money-making charlatans, now you're full of shit. Like, yeah. they find yeah. someone that you're like, nah, they're the real deal. They're, and there's evidence that they've helped a bunch of other people. Yeah. So you can go, oh, logically. Yeah. This, and someone, someone could have had some similar... Because we got often as men, we got a lot of and women. Like we have, we have a lot of issues that we don't realize are issues. Yeah. Until you actually start working through, and shit every comes girl up. tells you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And women can be good at giving you feedback in terms yeah. of uh, calling out your on your bullshit. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of guys we don't. 
call uh, a lot of guys don't call out their mates and shit because yeah. we just yeah enjoy, or, enjoy or we enjoy fully or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we yeah. Should, we you should won't call them out on their real shit yeah yeah exactly. call them out on their fucking exactly right yeah, yeah. and guys are a bit we're a bit more superficial with our level of yes. in general in general with yeah. the connection women go a bit deeper with their friends than what than what we do we're more just good times laughs mm. superficial um yeah so i think mm. it's and we don't actually call out call out mm. whereas women are a good yeah um, good mechanism of uh, calling us out on our mm. bullshit as mm. well, which yeah. guys often might do. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think also for me, there's a trigger, and I learned this again with my ex. Like this is almost where our relationship broke down as well, because after me going ape shit at that clip, and that meant a lot to her, and it caused a massive like just a disconnect because yeah. she's idolizes these people, and I'm like. Yeah, that is the biggest crock of shit I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fake. It's insincere. Yeah, and then it was almost like an air of arrogance. Or I'm better than you because I've done this work, mm. so I'm better. Mm. And look at how great I am. Like I know how to meditate, or I know how to do this, and just this air of like, almost like I'm not as good, or you're on a different level to me. It's I like think spiritual arrogance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's the exact yeah. term for it. Spiritual arrogance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like and. And that's what, and a lot of people think, oh, I've done the work on myself. I'm like, you haven't done fuck all. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. Like, it's like you journal and you meditate. Yeah, like, that's all you do, and yeah. talk and, and reshare posts on Instagram. You haven't fucking been to that place. Yeah. to go to that place to really like to really sort your shit yeah. out. And a lot of, um, but maybe they yeah. have, and we're saying they haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and look, she may have gone that place. She may not have. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, well, I, don't, I think I, she had. I don't know. I, I believe it, that she was. She had. Like she, yeah. but but at the same time, I just I didn't like how I felt. Yeah, and I think sometimes a lot of people they fall in love with certain things, you know, and, and the and the and the nature of it. But like the reality is, like you are, who, who, you know, how you are, and that that's like that. Even if you did go on a journey of working through stuff deeper, you'd still have a clear boundary. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not posting that shit. Yeah, like mm. my, priv- yeah, my yeah, private, my yeah. private. There's aspects of boundaries where you know people aren't going to get ac- access to that. Yeah, and then she would have to like respect that. Yeah, and if she didn't respect that. And, enjoy the fantasy of having this couple relationship that are yeah. all open and vulnerable. And often that, I think that comes from a needing to be seen yeah. insecurity yeah. as well. So I'll share 98% of the stuff I do, but I yeah. think there are some things that need to be like, I'm on this party. I'm pretty open, but I've still got like my yeah. secrets or yeah. my, my things that I keep in my, my close circle mm. of friends. But um, yeah, what was your trigger to start doing it? Did to you do the podcast? No, to do the, all the stuff that you started doing to work Myself? on you. Yeah, look, I, I sort of thought I had, um, like growing up, I had a lot of shame and built around, um, you know, women, like, you know, sex, drugs and alcohol. Yeah. So that was my big, big thing sort of growing up. Went to an all boys school since I was nine all the way through. I received love, you know, through my father, like through achievement for being a, like a good, good at sports. Yeah. I was never an academic. I fucking sucked as an academic. <laughs> Here I was a... <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so like I was always, and that's where I got love as I was, as a, as a youngster, I got love for being good at sports, I always played state level, you know, tennis and things like that. And then I, um, yeah, we're always very much demonized around anything sex, drugs, alcohol. So the, anyway, long story short, as you know, you get older, then the things that, you know, as I realized once I started doing a bit of work myself, there's a lot of shame, shame and guilt mm. in my life, as a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of men have. Uh, and then you resort to drinking women. Drugs, yeah. different things like that, and you know, overworking, like uh, needing to be seen, all these different things, stim- stimulants like yeah. too much coffee, all these sort of things, and they're all like um, numbing vehicles. And and you hit you hit a certain point, and you go, you engage in whether it's like you know, 
heavy, like heavy fucking drinking and like, you know, just with, you know, you have a bad relationship with, you know, I had a very poor relationship with how I viewed women back then because I'd been single for years and, you know, and uh, how I received love. Is this before and after? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know, that's why I do this shit, Joe. And I, like, you know, in your early 20s, um, like my, it's funny, I spoke on my podcast, the first time I ever took drugs was the first time I got laid. Nice. Yeah, so there was like pairing. I was about 20, so I was a late, I was a late, late, um, like start of the party, yeah. but I'm, I made up for it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, but in saying that, like, and then in your early twenties, you know, as a guy, you receive love for men. You know, I receive love for men for being good at, you know, you say, yeah. Then yeah. you send you with women, and you get more and more. Then you hang around guys that reinforce that. They've all got the same trauma and the same bullshit. Yeah. And then you you get caught in that spiral. Of, I mean, they caught caught in that circle of getting reinforced, and you know, yeah. and eventually you, how you view your relationships and women that changes, mm. and then you do start to like, objectify, and then you use alcohol and drugs and different sort of things. And you think you're doing it just, oh, I'm just having fun. It's all party. It's not like I'd never just drink a moment at home or take yeah. stuff. But, yeah, it's, everything was like fun, party, that, that sort of stuff for years. And you do that for, you know, 12, 14 years. You get to a point, you're like, <laughs> your early 30s, and, and you're going, yeah. you know, I probably need the, yeah. like, you know, even though I work so much around, like, have my business and things mm-hmm. like that, you go. And with the story I told myself was, like, I'm too busy for a partner. Yeah. I'm to I'm just blowing off steam on a Saturday night or every second Saturday night and getting and then it just some things got worse and eventually you know you just get to a point you're like yeah I do want a family I do want kids and you go what the f-? and you you know deep within you're like yeah. there's something that's causing me to go further down this path and yeah. not actually deal with this shit so that's when eventually and yeah you know, I've had that thought for years before I went to that point yeah. um, and then yeah actually once I started doing work with Theo who's my my co co-host and we like even our first session was fucking massive and it was so like uh the release we did some body work breath work um uh, with some additional sort of uh yeah, <laughs> then, um, yeah that t- basically allows you to open up yeah open up more because i was like you and i understand yourself like just full resistance yeah like just full man masculine resistance you're not gonna yeah. oh, this is bullshit this vulnerability all that sort of stuff yeah and then um i was just always like mentally strong Mm. Grinder. That's how I was brought up. We were brought yeah. up not to fucking express emotions in yes. our family. Like the men are men, yeah, and can't fucking communicate. <laughs> Emotional intelligence was fucking next to nothing. Like you mm. mean so, and that's a you know happened. It's a very similar way that we were brought. brought yeah, up, I think yeah. me and you with the we yeah. s- we still had the the woman the, the yeah. empathetic. Everything was the same there, except for I've, I've always been vulnerable and shared. Yeah, yeah I'm which feeling. I always yeah okay. yeah, and I've always had. I guess what for me is because my profession, and then I had. You know that sort of behaviour. Then I was like, there was a disconnect, which creates more internal shame, more yep. internal guilt, which further propels that cycle. Which is why it's so important to fucking address this shit, or it just yeah, keeps, yeah, yeah. it just keeps building, keeps building, and um, yeah, and you know, and then once you get in a couple of relationships, and then shit comes up, boom, yeah. hit the hit the escape valve. I'm out of here. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then you then you know, fuck this shit. You're not working through. So anyway, there's a couple of different layers to that. So I started working with Theo and. Yeah, we went intensively weekly for 12 weeks. Got massive amount of improvement. Actually started to understand where my shit was coming from. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near healed. I'm still nowhere fucking near. Like you still have your things that test you and challenge you and things like that. But like that sent me on that path that like Lisa can start to learn when things come up mm. or uh, trees come up or where the behaviours that I know, the numbing behaviours or masking behaviour. If I'm like, fuck, I feel you know, the need to do this, this, this. It's like... what. what that's when you need to not do it yeah. and actually understand what the fuck's going on and be more present with yourself and yeah. not just go, 
like, because I've always, I'm so freaking busy, like all the time, yeah. like from five in the morning to nine at night, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, go, yeah. go, 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 go. And if you, if you like that and you just, you just don't acknowledge your own shit and have time to connect with yourself, all this stuff just gets pushed and pushed and pushed and it yeah. comes out in other ways. Yeah. You know, and it might be, like for me, a lot of it was, and then I just, and since I've been doing that work and I went three months celibate in that period, which for me was pretty fucking wild. Yeah. And, and I just completely, from doing that work with him and then went three months celibate about 12 months ago, uh, we just did it for like nine days or whatever. And then uh, the lessons I learned about myself, about women, how I started viewing women differently, you know, who you put in, invest your energy in, it was like the best thing I've ever done. And yeah. like ever since, like I, like my, and I th- really feel like you need to sort your own shit out before you drag someone else along for the yeah. for the ride, you know? I mean, if you're in, in a relationship already, you know, you do the work on yourself, she yeah. does the work on herself, mm-hmm. but like if I don't want to be jumping into anything before, like you've really is that, yeah. is that like filling your cup or is that, that's not probably, it's probably out. not. <laughs> Maybe just knowing what triggers you, what you, what mm. instigates bad habits. Yeah. Bad. Well, and then there's no bad habit, but uh, something that isn't beneficial to yeah, what you Yeah, and, and the stuff that I used to... G- Get me what you'd be attracted to, like now, yeah. You know, as attracted because you, you just know you know where that place comes from, yeah. And 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 removing yourself from you know, bars yeah. and clubs and that. Whereas these days, I mean, if I'm overseas, that will, but like here, yeah. I don't, as a single bloke, just I did three months celebrate, but just because I was, <laughs> <laughs> I've always done that. Like, from like when I was 18, I didn't have sex for like two years, and then it was like from when I was 21 for yeah. like two or three years. Like, like it, yeah. so when when you first started on that journey when were you like what was the first thing you were open about and did that help or did it feel so like did it feel foreign being so vulnerable and open about it or have you been vulnerable yet yeah yeah, definitely like i and that's where um because i felt very comfortable with him Mm. because he's very like you know and with when you talk about people going to yeah, there's a stigma with the particularly men if we talk about spirit, a spiritual healer. Yeah, guys will fucking especially like very <laughs> masculine. Men. Oh yeah, Mate, the manly men. They'll go fuck. That's me. that's but how so, our relationship blossomed. The first time mm-hmm. I said to him, I think I don't know, I remember this. I don't you don't know if you remember it, but I remember saying, oh yeah, I totally believe that we're you know infinite spiritual beings having a temporary human experience. Mm. And Delby was like, oh yeah, I think the same. Yeah, and I was like, oh. Fucking what? I didn't realise. Yeah. Other, I was so afraid to say that. It was such a big thing to say. And then I was like, oh, I found a buddy. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And it's good. Yeah. And it, it more and more, and you'll find more, and as you go deeper with things, you have deeper conversations with people and you find more people are on your wavelength that you yeah. never used to because you'll be like, and more of that work. And then you see your other mates then you're like, fuck, we don't connect that much anymore. Yeah. Mm. We were all about just going out, business, pussy, yeah. all yes. that sort of stuff. And that's what we had. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you sort of see that. And I see that with other guys and you go, fuck it. You're like you're exactly where I was. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then mm. they're not willing to open themselves up and be potentially vulnerable or work through their shit, and they just numb themselves yeah. out with these that's, sort of things. That's initially how I connected with my ex um, was through talking about my beliefs spiritually. Mm. But again, another trigger for me is a white guy that's grown up in Perth yeah. that is trying to tell me that he's like a spiritual lead i just can't buy that, and I don't know why. I think that's whatever spiritual guru. The gurus, it's like. Because there's also there's no there's no like prerequisite yeah. to anyone. Someone like for example Theo, I, I work with like he's done so much work on himself and done so many journeys and yeah. done so much different. You know, you know, his background was as a physio in Greece and came here and he's had so much trauma like from shit that happened to him over there and like he's very he's very like he's very masculine as yeah. well, which you don't find that much in a lot of spiritual healers. Yeah, uh, yeah he's not just wearing yoga pants and. 
going, yeah. going around and, and just, you know, so he's, for me, that's why I connected with him. I'm like, you're actually a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you've, and you've done, you've done a lot of work on yourself and I've seen like him uh, before I did any work with him. There's a couple other people who did work with him and I saw he did great work with him. So for me, I was the same as you. I, yeah. What's your evidence that you've actually, yeah, you didn't yeah, get yeah. results? Yeah. And it's like, do I connect with you? It's like, yeah. I connect with him as a because um, you got to accept the messenger before you accept the message. Yeah. Someone could have amazing content or messages if you yeah. don't fuck with them. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't connect with them. You don't. Yeah. Connect, you just miss it. So mm. I think. Um, but the other hard part is because there's no, you can't really regulate that stuff. So someone can go, oh, "I'm a fucking spiritual." Yeah, like, I'm a shaman. It's like, and some of them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of they're the most fuck. They're the most fucked up people going around. And you think a lot of them can, are. And they can fuck other people up in a real bad way. Yeah. So that's why it's so important that you're so selective with who you pick to guide yeah. you on that journey and don't just randomly go, oh, well, I've, I've heard, you know, breath work with someone's good and you pick the wrong yeah. people as opposed to actually do your research and find out who's it's actually like choosing knows a chiropractor. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. It's like anything. Yeah. Like you go to a financial advisor, have yeah. some charlatan will stitch you up or yeah. get someone actually, they've got in. Shout out Darren Jones. As I said, charlatan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good man. He's Could a you good trust, man. trust your gut? Man. He's a I good guess. man. <laughs> uh, go with your gut and do yeah. go with your research. Yeah. I think. Oh, there's, yeah, both gut and research. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't, if you. Because the thing is, if you don't connect with them, mm-hmm. yeah. you're not going to fucking open up with them. Yeah. Because you go to such a vulnerable... When you do that sort of work, you go so fucking vulnerable. And the more the more vulnerable we get, the more open you are about all your bullshit, things yeah. that have happened to you, things that, you know, you're going to get a better result. Yeah. As opposed to just going very surface level. So you need to know that they're about that. And yeah. also... Like now, what, have you ter- what does he term himself? Because the term life coach triggers the nah, fuck out of me, man. Because I, I essentially I that's what it is, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, you haven't finished your life yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. don't you can't be a life coach because yeah. you haven't done life. Yeah, you haven't done your life. No, and so yeah, no, I agree. And um, so we're both thirty-eight, and that's the thing. I said to my guy when we did the podcast, he goes, "What the fuck do I call you?" Yeah, like yeah, what's what's your? He goes, "Don't call me anything." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like I do a whole mentor bunch. basically. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I sort of view it as someone who can really. Uh, help people using a variety of yeah. different mechanisms. Because um, I guess what we were talking about, like a life coach wouldn't even be, it wouldn't be like, this is how you live. It could be like, hey, this is a great strategy to deal with your finances if you're not good at finances and being healthy and fit is going to help you be clearer for this and having your body functioning. So I can understand that yeah. side of things, but it's more yeah. like a functionality, functional yeah. living coach yeah. rather than a life coach. <laughs> yeah. well, almost, I'd say it's more like a... A coach that allows you to really access who you are. Yeah, you know what I mean. It has, you know, from has has somatic um, tools. I mean, being a his ex, you know, physio, physio as well, so he yeah. understands the body in terms of that level. Your know, breath work, plant medicine, you know, understanding how to process things properly. Yeah, because a whole heap of shit comes up, and if you don't have someone that can help you process it, you just, yeah. go, you just go back into your old into your old ways. But yeah, I'm like you, man. When someone's like business coach, <laughs> life coach. Triggers the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like, unless, like, you're, you're fucking legit yeah. about yeah. it. And anyone yeah. who's about, like, how can you be a fucking life coach in your 20s? Yeah. Fucking, I don't understand. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I like, don't I mean, even know who you I can was. Have all, you can have all the theory you want and, and yeah. do your courses or whatever. Like, you have not fucking lived life. You might yeah. have lived some life and had a bit of a wild life yeah. up to you being, yeah. and have some experiences. You might have started a business that... You're fucking 26. Yeah. You know, no, you, you don't know what the fuck you're talking and about until your life coaches should be 80. And someone who's truly, or a Buddhist. truly lived, <laughs> yeah. you know, they've truly lived and they understand, you know, you know, they have that w- 
wealth of knowledge and the wisdom that they understand, you know, mm. from relationships to, you know, um, you know, mm. all, all, all the sort of aspects that, you know, encompass, encompass life. Yeah, which comes full circle to what we were talking about at the start. It's not one thing that fixes nah. it. Yeah. It's nah. not, and how, if you're a life coach, what if you're not an expert in every little thing? Like, yeah. you can't be a life coach in all that. No. No. But I think that is a, a, probably the biggest take from this this episode is just it's all the little things that mm. add up and yeah. you don't have to do them fucking cold turkey you can just slowly incrementally work yourself into it and have it like a two three four five year goal of working mm. on yourself mm. Mm. becoming better in a whole variety of yeah. different a ways. happiness maximizer advocate I say it <laughs> happiness <laughs> maximizer <laughs> advocate you better or it's a joy like, advocate so they say you um, you uh, you overestimate what you can do in twelve months, and you underestimate what you can do in ten years. Yeah, yeah, and that's fucking true. Mm. You know, if you look at life in blocks of five years, ten years, three years, what it like you just a longer uh, like pipeline. Yeah, like you achieve so much more. Yeah, yeah. Happiness liaison officer. Yeah, that also works. <laughs> there's that lack that's of there's that lack of presence. Uh, <laughs> you're talking, and he's going. What else can I call it? I, 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 I heard. I acknowledged. Yeah. I thought, I thought yeah, that's no, what I'm you're laughing. doing at Fringe. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually. That is, but yeah. that's not a bad so you know, Fringe you title. You know, you're no longer a comedian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happiness liaison officer. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Awesome. Mate, this has been a fucking epic chat. Yeah. yeah. Probably Thank like you. two and We hour. didn't even talk about what Cairo actually was. We saw like, it. Sort of. We like did. the actual. We, we went there. Official. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a two and a half hour. For me, for me, we this stuff's the more real stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is the shit that changes lives. Yeah. On a deeper level, you know. Mate, we'll definitely get you back on, especially with the men's mental health stuff. It's yeah, always yeah. good to, um, yeah, talk this sort of stuff out. Sure. And there's nothing more toxic than three straight white males <laughs> talking about their vulnerabilities. <laughs> is that Corey White Cancel. just come onto the podcast? <laughs> yeah. That Cancel was Corey. Cancel us immediately. <laughs> um, um, do you have anything to plug for the listeners? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, they can. We just start the Blokes Lab. Yep. So we got uh, on Instagram, just start TikTok, but just for, I mean, we're on Spotify. Yep. I think iTunes, all that sort of stuff, might yeah. do that, uh, and on YouTube. So if you're cool. into really understanding what we do uh, and, and the content around that, we've got some you know content for – we do men's circles as well. Yeah. Uh, we just started doing them once a month. So we've got a f- few different things we're working with that. Cool. Cool. Um, and if they want adjustments, your team is as qualified as you, hopefully? Yes. Uh, yes, we've got Gorilla Cara. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I'm, I'm winding back my, my uh, treatment loads. Yeah. But yeah, but we've got a great team. And yeah. Uh, Dr. Alex and Dr. Lorna, fantastic there. Nice. Uh, and we've got a great team there as well. Cool. Delby? Uh, Fringe is finished, so... Well done. Yeah. Congratulations, Delby. Thanks. And uh, you want to give me some money? <laughs> <laughs> so um, next event, Simpsons Quiz, March the... Seventh, I think, is a Thursday or March the ninth. Whatever's the Thursday, no, March the ninth, uh, Thursday. Come check that out, Simpsons Quiz, and then March seventeen, comedy on at the Elford. Uh, I'll chuck that in Patreon, so Patreon members will get a nice cheapie and top level. Um, I think I can give you some freebies as well. So sick. Um, shout out to the Patreons as well. Mm, uh, I have nothing. To plug, except for, like I said in the episode, um, I quit West Perth. So Woo-hoo. if you have a small business and need some work <laughs> done, I need it. Yeah, <laughs> um, That or join the Patreon so we can earn money and then I don't have to worry about that. Fuck you. But yeah, sick. Cool. Um, great episode. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. My pleasure. Hey, Ruth. Gentlemen.